What's going on, CNB listeners? It's the coach here. Appreciate you guys joining us for episode 24. I'm going to give you guys a quick rundown of our episode really quick. For the first half, the MSU portion, I joined the sports director over at 91.1 WMSV, Corey Willis, for our thoughts and recap on Super Bowl all weekend, the spring game, the baseball team, and a little softball talk, and a lot more. During the second half of the show, me and Bo rejoined live in person for NBA field edition of the show. Also, a special guest will join us as well. Appreciate you listening. Enjoy the show. I am the greatest. Did you call bank? I call games. But they are who we thought they were. Straight cash, homie. Now, let's get to the podcast. And welcome, guys, to The Willis Factor. My name is Corey Willis. I'm your host for today on your podcast here. And I have a special guest for you guys. I have Ian Reed from the Coach and Bolt podcast with me. What's going on, Ian? Man, I'm doing good, man. I'm glad to be here. Glad it's great. To be here with you. It's great, man. How was the um, Super Bowl all weekend? Oh, man, as always, as we do it in Star Vegas, it's very entertaining, very fun. Just all around great weekend and some great some great uh, things going on in Bulldog sports and, you know, kicking back. Big, It's like a big family reunion. Everybody, you know, come to town and, you know, we just enjoy food, you know, some, some football, some baseball, and, you know, everything that comes with the weekend. All right. All right. You got to love the food. And oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Yes. <laughs> Most definitely. Like, just walking, like, on the Cotton District yesterday, it's just like, oh, man. You just, you're just tempted. Everywhere you went. Oh yeah, they uh <laughs> they harassed man, I got harassed as soon as I got out there, man. <laughs> People opening grills up, man, come feed your place. I said, right. oh, you know, I ain't gonna turn no food down, baby. So, right. Yeah, you know, I, I enjoyed that man. That's always it's always a fun time out oh, yeah. there. Oh, start. Yeah. oh yeah, like funny story, like me and my brother like coming to the spring football game, I actually like saw like just a barbecue pit of smoke just oh, yeah. like flying everywhere. I'm like, yep. It's here. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can smell it before you see it. Too. Right. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing. Exactly. Oh, exactly. But on today's show, guys, we have a lot to talk about with Super Bulldog Weekend. I know it's been a big weekend here for Bulldog fans, as always. And um, I know, for the most part, the spring football game, which was like the biggest story going into Mississippi State Athletics this weekend. A lot of people wanted to see how the 2017 Bulldogs will potentially come out for next season. What did you get your take on the game, E? Oh, well, uh, first and foremost, you know, I was very excited to see, you know, you know where we're going. A lot of guys who was red-shirted last year that, you know, I was very excited to see. But um, what I got, my first takeaway from the game is, man, we're going to be aggressive on defense, and we're going to run the football. Yeah. That's what I got from it. Um, You know, I didn't really feed into all the, you know, talk that everybody was was panicking over about, you know, Fitz throwing four picks. I'm like, yeah, it's a spring game, and he couldn't – he didn't have a running element, you know, as a, you know, threat. So, you know, it's just – you take that with a grain of salt. But, yeah, I was very excited. I think the defense is going to be very aggressive, and I am – so excited about that. All right. Especially given the last few years, I'm excited to see an attacking, aggressive defense. Right. I, like, I had to tell a lot of people yesterday, I was like, this defense really stepped up to the plate from what I saw yesterday. Right. As com- compared to last year where 
you know, you literally had guys like standing around a lot of times, right. like really looking at each other like they didn't really want to be the leader. And, like, and, and part of that was, you know, guys had never been put in that position on this level. You exactly. Know, the experience wasn't there last year. And, you know, it, people were looking for a leader. You know, a, a guy, an alpha dog like, you know, Dak Prescott goes on to the NFL and then now there are new guys left to fill those voids of leadership. And, you know, guys were put in that position for the first time. And, you know, um, you know, it showed the inexperience showed. And at times they had to grow with each other. And then as we got into the season, we kind of saw guys step into those roles. And, you know, now coming into this spring, you know, those roles are established and guys are, you know, now it's time for guys to excel. And that's what they're doing. It looks like. Right. Right. I saw Nick Fitzgerald. He threw four picks. Right, right. In the game. And, and, you know, two of those, in my estimation, you know, two were 50-50 balls that, you know, his receiver probably could have helped him out better. One was a tip that got uh, picked off on a slant. And then the other one was just a, a – I think the other two – maybe one or two of them was just poor reads. But, you know, you can take – like I say, just take that with a grain of salt because I don't know – that's not going – the way we looked yesterday without the running – you know, threat of fits. You know, I don't think that's how we're going to – that's definitely not how we're going to look in the fall. Right, right, right. And and just what I took out from yesterday was the fact that you saw Nick's composure. He never looked frustrated. Right. And that's one of the things from a Dan Mullen quarterback and from any quarterback that you want to see. And the quarterback is always the guy that leads the team and – Looking at Nick Fitzgerald yesterday, he was always composed. He felt good with how the team was progressing during the game, and he saw, you know, pretty much room for for improvement, just like any other team. So, I feel confident into next season, yes. into seeing how this team progresses, you know, pretty much just as a unit. Right. But what I saw from yesterday was a defense that's coming along with a great coach mm-hmm. in Ty Grantham. Mm-hmm. And I can just, like, tell, like, this guy has has these guys' attention. Yes. He's full, undivided, undivided attention. And I feel pretty pretty good going into next season with how everything is going to go. You know, um, piggyback, kind of piggyback on what you're saying, you know, I saw, you know, a stark difference um, from this team – this year as opposed to last spring um they playing with some swag and that's what i like right um, not swag like i'm just air cocky and all that and I, ain't, I came back i'm talking about swag like confident that i can yeah. go up and make a play yeah. and then and i'm and gonna go make the play yeah, yeah. And you, you know you gotta have a lot of confidence and swag to play defense in the sec to play football period exactly. and that's what we seeing from a lot of guys you know they, they they chippy they talking and they flying around having fun when you flying around you loose on defense, you play the best. When you're tight and you just overthink too much, that's when mistakes happen. And, right. you know, if we can get out there and be free-flowing, attacking, and, you know, have fun flying to the football, we're going to cause a lot of turnovers and we're going to be a very good defense. And yeah. that's what I like. That's what I like seeing. Yeah, and, and that's what we saw from, you know, a lot of the players. Like Brian Cole, he yes. had, like, a heck of a game. And Cam Dantzler, like, Pretty much Coach Mullen and people within the program were talking about Cam Dantzler being, you know, a guy to watch out for in the future. And they just said he needs he needed to have that time to, like, get it. And I, from what I had saw, my first impression of Cam Dantzler yesterday was, like, this guy has a, an opportunity to become a star. 
yes. at the cornerback position. The first thing I saw, you know, when he went up and made that pick in the end zone, and I got he got up and I saw that thirteen. I said, "Is that Jonathan Banks out there?" <laughs> but you know, he's yes, yeah, like you said. You know, I heard I heard a lot of good things about him. You know, in the off season, you know they, you know he had a, a slight injury last year. Yeah. Um, in practice, but you know. They said once he gets back and once he, you know, gets back engaged and playing playing good, you know, you're going to see good things out of him. Yeah. And that's what we saw yesterday. Yeah. yeah very good. He had the, not only the two picks, the pass breakups. He's willing to stick his nose in and wrap up and tackle. Right. And, you know, he's a long-ranging guy, and that's what, we, that's what I like to see. And it's a lot of long-ranging guys out there, too. It's, it is. In the secondary. Tyler Williams was another guy who caught my true freshman right. early enrollee. He caught my eye. Um, like you said, Brian Cole, he made a play that, um, you know, really. He had a pick just six. A, yeah, he had a pick six, but not only that, he made a play where he ran across the field and caught up to a sweep. Oh, he's he's at his safety position on the other side of the field. He sprinted 20 yards. Yeah. And a play that had the potential to go for maybe 40, right. you know, he stops it for nine or eight. And that was something I was happy to see because effort was so much a question last year that to see a play like that being made, I, I can see the difference. Like I say, I can see the differences. Right. It's just it's the little details right. that I saw from this team as, you know, opposed to last year with, you know, everything that that went on last year with that defense. And, you know, it's just, it's just a fresh start. Yes. You know, and I love fresh starts, and I know this defense has went through plenty of them. Yes. But I think for yes. the first time ever, and just looking at at Coach Mullen and how the way he his reaction to to this defense, he really feels comfortable about how his team can you know progress. And I feel like that's gonna be a great step because now. You have Dan Mullen, who's such a micromanagement crazy guy. He can strictly focus on the offensive side of the football and turn it over to a guy who has won at the highest level and a guy who has been very successful at the collegiate level. Exactly. And let him just run the show instead of, you know, him having to constantly, you know, look over his guy's shoulder. I think that's going to only do wonders for every aspect of the team from you know the defensive side and the offensive side is letting Mullen be the genius that he is and strictly focus on the offensive side of the ball right and I think last year that's what for the most part for the most part if you can ask like anyone last year that's a Mississippi State fan that it almost felt like coach Mullen was you know like he had to be both offensive coach and defensive right, coach right. At, at times. And the fact that Peter Sermon, that was his like his first job becoming a defensive coordinator. Yeah, you know, it was real hard. Yeah, you know, you know, as hard as we are on Sermon, you know, your first job is getting thrown into the fire that is the SEC West. Yeah. And you have to deal with a lot of guys who haven't played, you know, on it. Like I said, the inexperience and you dealing with. I just don't. I think it was too big for him. Yeah, you know, being his yeah. first job, and you know, I think, I think that's what you can chop that up to. A lot of time, you know, the inexperience in certain situations. Yeah, you know, I think you can just chop it up to that. So yeah, so um, but from looking from looking at this defense going forward into into next season. This defense has an opportunity to shock a lot of people. 
Right. And one more thing, I was, you know, I saw, uh, I see, I sense a lot of versatility within this defense because there's so much you can do. Yeah. Because we got athletes every, at every position from the D line to the right. linebackers. Like we said, the secondary. You could, I saw a lot of 4-3 looks. You know, um, I thought coming in was going to be a lot of 3-4, yeah. but um, I think you they did that because a lot they held a lot of guys out, right. um, especially at the linebacker position. Yeah. So I think they only was – they were more, you know, able to go out there with three linebackers and four down linemen. Right. But I think once the season rolls around, you can see a lot of multiple – you can go with the four down linemen, then you can go with the three, then put your four linebackers out there. You know, we got, man, we got some athletes. I don't know if people realize, you're going to have Gary Green on one outside backer. Your inside backer is probably going to be Leo Lewis and yeah. maybe uh, Dez Harris. Right. Uh, Errol Thompson is going to challenge. And then the other outside backer, you know, it's probably going to be Jung or JT Gray, two more fast guys, and then Monte Sweat on the edge. Yeah. Chauncey Rivers on the other edge. Jeffrey Simmons in the middle. <laughs> it's a lot of athletes. And then when you get to – and then, you know, Willie Gay coming in potentially. Yeah. One of the outside other backers. Uh, Jamal Peters at corner. Brandon Bryan at safety. Yeah. Looking for a bounce-back year from him. Yeah. Abrams, Cole, Dassler, LaShard Durr at corner. Right. I, them ain't even half of the names out there. <laughs> Kobe Jones at D-line. Yeah. You know, uh, Lee Autry at D-line. Yeah. Deion Pope. Look at the guys we can roll. Listen to all that depth. That's yeah. the word, depth. Yeah. And I'm, that's what has me excited about the defense. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, we've, in the past, Mississippi State has had really good defenses. Yes. But I think this one is, I have to tell you, this one has an opportunity to be a very special defense. And I'm just... Looking forward to seeing how this defense goes forward into next year. Once they step out in Davis Wade Stadium against Charleston Southern, yes, I'm really ready ready to see how that defense responds. Yeah, after having you know a lackluster season last year, and you know of course you know with everything that's good has happened, I know Mullen still has a lot of what happened last year yeah. on his mind. Yeah, and he said he may have to go old school in the off season, so I know. Yeah. That you know, they're gonna be locked in and zeroed in right. once that ball game rolls around. Right, right. But but let's talk about the offensive side of the ball. I feel like we just we haven't talked much about the offensive yeah. side of the ball. Yeah, let's go ahead. Uh, my only takeaway is you know we need receivers to step up. That's yeah, it, that's it. But yeah. we gonna run. But we gonna run the football, baby. Right. Nick Gibson and Ayers Williams, and we know what Fitz gonna do. Right. And then Kylan Hill coming. Man, we gonna run the football, baby. But we need some receivers. We need. We didn't see much of D. Gray, and we saw a little bit of Reggie Todd and um, Jamal Couch. Gabe Miles made you know an appearance. Shout out to Gabe. Right. <laughs> we just need some receivers to catch football. I'm excited about the offense just as much as the defense. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's like I once I looked at the offense and everything. I said, of course, these. This is pretty much a, a whole brand new crop of wide receivers for Nick. To right. actually throw to, and of course they still have time to you know like progress and everything, but I, I did see a lot of drops, and I, I feel like with Coach Mullen being the guy, I think this I think this offense will still be okay. I think they can still have an opportunity to produce a lot of points right. going forward, and when you have a quarterback like Nick Fitzgerald and a guy that, like I told you before before the the show, this guy has an opportunity to like lead this whole squad. Mm-hmm. 
into the promised land. And I feel no doubts about that. Like, this this guy is, from looking at him, like, every time he had threw an interception, he, he would, like, literally, like, went over to his receivers and just, like, you know, encouraged them pretty much. And that's all you ask for a quarterback is, you know, just encouragement. Yeah, he's the it's taking the next step as a leader and as a quarterback. Um, not only is it just what you're doing on the between the lines is when you get on the sideline, you know, like you said, building guys back up so they can go out and make the play next time around, and you know, keeping that keeping that morale up. And then also, you know, when it comes to on the field, it's like we saw with Dak. It was you know graduating from you know the first the first read then the second read you know getting to your third and fourth level of progression right then you get to your check down yeah and you know just to sustain drives and you know not wasting drives and not wasting you know possessions yeah it's keeping the ball moving keeping that defense on the field and you know wearing them down and keep putting points on the board and that's another thing that I you know noticed yesterday was I feel like, you know, Fitz was trying to make a lot of big plays. And, you know, he wasn't just taking his check down, but he'll get that, mm-hmm. and that'll come. So yeah. well, that's exactly what Dak did, you know, from 14 to 15. You know, from 15, you know, we started hitting the check downs a lot more. We're getting to the third and fourth levels of progression. Exactly. And, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen. It's going to yeah. happen. I, I see he's going yeah. to make the necessary steps. Yeah. I mean, from looking at him, even after last year, like he's on pace from becoming, you know, Dak, if not better than Dak did in his time at Mississippi State. Right. And that's all you can ask for right now. And, you know, of course you you can say there's guys that need to step up. But um yeah. there's no doubt that Nick has every he has all the tools to be a great leader and a great quarterback for Mississippi State. And with the coach with the coaching of Dan Mullen that's all you can ask for right now is, you know, that that chance to, like, progress. And this is the perfect time right now, as we saw yesterday, with a chance for this offense to progress. And I think they'll still produce a lot of points. Right, right. And pretty much, you know, the defense, like we had saw, the defense, they stepped their game up, and that's all you can ask for. This was This was pretty much Mississippi State's big M.O., for mm-hmm. yesterday was how could that defense respond? We know how the offense can be. We know the guys on this offense, but how could that defense perform? So I feel good about the offense, and I just feel good about the team overall. Yes, and, you know, a few nuggets I took from noticing, you know, who was held out. You know, it's been a lot of rumors about Malik Deer, you yeah. know, the severity of his injury that yeah. he sustained. You know, um, if – all signs are pointing towards him being out for the uh, season. Yeah. I don't think all hope is lost because you bring Kylan Hill uh-huh. in, and like we saw yesterday, you got. I think you. I think Nick Gibson will be yeah. the second back. Right. I think he's gonna lock that spot up. Right. And I, but what I think, I think Kylan can come in and provide. You know, he can kind of take over that Malik Deer role if Malik can't play. Oh yeah. I think he'll. You know, be in a slot that can motion into the backfield. And, you know, maybe run the bubble screen. And I think that'll be a bit of an upgrade at that position. Yeah. It's just such an athlete when you look at Kylan Hill. Like, I, he was actually at the game yesterday. Yes. And just, you know, just like looking at his at his body type, like this guy looks like. He looks the part. Yeah, he, he looks everything that you look at with Malik Deer. 
Colin Hill has it. Yes, and, and he ain't even been, he ain't got to this weight system here yet. Right, so, right, right. So, you know, I, that's the scary part. <laughs> yeah, and I think I think all this keeping him from being on the field year one is between the ears. Yeah. So as long as he come in and pick it up, I think he'll play. Might not be the back because we're going to have Gibson, and Gibson did great yesterday. Yeah. And, you know, what you did from Ares. So I think, um, you know, Kylan can play that role of a slot because he can catch, he catch the ball very well. And, you know, I saw him play a few times in high school. He catches the ball out of the backfield very well. He can run good routes, and he can block on the perimeter. So I think, you know, he could if, you know, like I said, Nick locks up that second back spot, I think, you know, he doesn't have to register. I think he can take over for Malik right. if, in fact, Malik is done for the year. Yeah. Yeah. So. And, you know, it it hurts to lose a guy like Malik. Yeah. But just thinking about all of the athletes that's still on this offense, like, you still have Keith Mixon. Keith Mixon. I was just thinking about It's like, if you want to say, like, the lone hero. Like, he's one. Of, if you take Nick Fitzgerald out of the equation from last year, Keith, uh, Keith Mixon was like really he really like brung a spark to that running game. I think he's gonna. I think in Keith Mixon, he's gonna be what Brandon Holloway was supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think they. I don't think Mullen gets that wrong two times. I think no. Mixon. You know, I think he tried his best to make. You know, Holloway was good. I just think he was misused a lot. Yeah. But I think. Um, he will use. I think Mixon is going to be exactly what Holloway was supposed to be. Right. No. No running up the middle yeah. from here on out. Now it's just all outside running now from him, and he's just such an athlete. And and how the way he can just like dodge defenders is right. just amazing. And like I feel comfortable about him and the rest of the of the running group. Mm-hmm. And what they can do for this even, offense. Um, even Dante and Lee had a few yeah, good he, carries he, he yesterday. Did. He did. Even he did. So. He, he did. And that's a guy like, you know, we've seen a couple of times um, on Dax last year mm-hmm. at, at State that you just sense that if he can just, like, like, learn the playbook and actually, like, you know, delve into, you know, learning – what he can and what he cannot do. Right. He could be, you know, he could be very vital to this team. Right. And what you saw yesterday was a guy who looks like, you know, he's coming along. Yeah. And it looks like he's getting it. And that's all you can ask for going forward. And I, I feel like he's going he's going to help out tremendously. With, like I said, you know, we're going to run the football, baby. Yeah, we gonna run the football, and then you know my last point. Uh, well, I really got two more points. I'm, I don't mean to say go, oh, but go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> you know the tight end position. I really want to see who gonna nail that position down because it's so many of them. Yeah, it's like <laughs> what six, seven. I, I saw at least what six or seven tight ends on the um, yeah on it, the board. It's ridiculous. Like you have Jordan Thomas made the player the. Might might have had to play the game yesterday yeah. that one handed catch. <laughs> yeah, at yeah. two, what is he about? He's down about two seven. Came in at two ninety. He is about two sixty around two eighty. I think Ooh, it's, it's six six. It, yeah, <laughs> hey. which is scary. It's, it's freakish how athletic he is at that size. Yeah, it, it, it's really scary to like see a guy with that size right. still have that natural ability. To like catch and passes one hand and elevate. Yeah, 
Like, when I saw him last season, I was automatically stunned with how good of an athlete he Man, he they is. was running <laughs> they was running screens for him, trying to get him out of space. Dude. Yeah. And he was shaking people. Man, I, I know. was like, wow. Yeah, like this the, guy's nimble. Yeah. Yeah, this guy I feel like he's going to be one of the special guys on right. on the offense next season. Right. Like I'm really interested into seeing how Coach Mullen utilizes him because this guy has this guy has NFL ability. Right. To be a really good tight end. Right. Then you're not even thinking about the other guys like Farrah Green who stepped yes. up last year. Yes. Um Justin Dante, Johnson. Justin Johnson, Dante Jones, um Christian Roberson. Yes. Yeah. A lot of them. Yeah, and and, and and speaking on Dante Jones, you I had actually had saw a lot of him in in the spring game from from what it seems. It seems like Coach Mullen is really trying to get him into the offense and mm-hmm. kind of, you know, put him along with Justin Johnson and Farrah Green. And if you can do that, you actually have some guys out there that I think that can fill the void for your wide receiver group. That's why I was thinking because um, – you know, people talk about how short our receiving core is coming back. Yeah. Now, if you look at those tight ends, a lot of them have receiver bodies, right. big possession receiver bodies. So I would take that point with a grain of salt because right. I think those guys are versatile enough to split out in the pattern right. or to um, attach to the set and um, run, go out and run routes. So right. I wouldn't necessarily, you know, say we got a short receiving core. Yeah. Especially, you know, with the guys, a couple of the six four guys that – or at the position now that are yeah. off red shirt yeah. and, your, you know, the tight ends. Osiris Mitchells, your Reggie Todd's. Right. And Couch played last year, but he's yeah. going to get more playing time this year, right. in my estimation. Right. But I think Todd is probably going to push him a lot. Yeah. He's had, uh, he's been one of the more hyped names coming out of that um, facility. Yeah. yeah. It's like a lot of curiosity to see how he delves into this playbook next season. And a lot of people have said this guy has, you know, he has all the talents to be really good. Reggie Todd does. It's just does he want to put in the work? Yeah. And if he can put in the work, then there you go. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to see then, you know, um, the offensive line. I, I like John Hevesy's group. Uh, you know, we saw guys playing different positions. You've seen um, Martinez Rankin playing center yeah. yesterday. But, um, you know, I know Hevesy, he likes – his his lineman to be able to play every position right. on the line, you know, because you never know when you're gonna have an injury or when you have to shuffle guys around. Right. So you know, I I the line really came on last year. We're gonna have three new starters this year. Yeah. You know, um, I'm projecting Martinez to move back to left tackle. Um, there's no telling where Elton Jenkins might play guard or right tackle. Yeah. Um, Stuart Reese is a very big body. Um, Darian Parker is a name that's being mentioned as well. Yeah. Um, Deion Calhoun started a lot last year. I think he's going to be a starter this year at oh, guard yeah. or center. Yeah. And then, you know, we'll see who else feels in there. But I think the line is going to be great. I, the line did pretty good yesterday. Yeah. But, um, dealing, but you know, they was dealing with our defensive line. Our defensive line is just freaky, so. <laughs> just But they like, did the best they could. So I, But I think yeah. our offensive line will continue to progress. Right, right. Now, I feel comfortable – and how the offensive line can become. It's pretty much one of those things with, you know, the wide receiver groups. Right. You know, like they can, you know, they can go as far as they want to as long as they put in the work. Right. And I, and I think they have, you know, that opportunity over the summer to still kind of, you know, like sit down and, 
kind of talk about how can we get better. Okay. So that's what I'm looking at and seeing how they can progress going forward. Right. And um, the last, my last point was, you know, you know, I'm just waiting on Tucker Day to get here. Um, yeah. Because <laughs> kicking, we're we going to need some kicking. We're going to need some kicking. If you didn't just hear, we actually have a brand new kicker coming to Mississippi State oh, for next season. This is news to me. Yes, from from Ohio, from Canton, Ohio. I okay. actually forgot his name, but he's. I've, I actually saw his tape. If I can find him, he's actually going. He's actually going to help out a lot. Okay, tremendously. Cause man, I, I I'm hoping so because, you know, we was missing. You know, I think. These these was you know preferred walk ons and I'm not gonna you know sit here and, and kill because they're out there trying but you know kicking is gonna be very essential you know it lose your games as we saw back in 2015 it pains me to go back to that LSU game <laughs> but you know if you could just if and at times last year and I'm not here to like I said I'm not here to pile on yeah but you know it can lose your games and it can win you games you need somebody consistent to be kicking the kicking field goals and you know extra points and things of that nature so right um i hope it's not an issue i hope tucker day's answer or this guy that we this mystery man that we're trying to find right now <laughs> from ohio you know we're going to find him. yeah i hope um i hope they can be that guy to really anchor that group and um speaking of tucker day you know coming in you know he was a punter but he handled all, like you said, all three kicking disciplines. You know, he can kick yeah. off, he can punt, and he can kick field goals. So, you know, hopefully he can be that guy. I think um, Logan Cook is going to handle kickoffs and punting. And then, you know, they can come in and, you know, handle the field goals. And, you know, hopefully, you know, I don't know what his how long his range is or how strong his leg is, but I know, um, I know he's a very good, you know, from about 20 to 30, 30, 35-ish yards out. But, you know, it's just those situations where you get into, you know, long kicking situations and things like that when you really need a clutch, a big, strong clutch leg. And, you know, usually if you punt, you should you should have a strong, a, a very strong leg. So I don't think that would be an issue. And accuracy is another thing. So, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, I, I mean – you know, after the whole Joseph, Joseph Boulevard stuff, it's just like, you know, <laughs> we, we actually needed someone that could, like, take our kicking game to the next level. Right. So, whomever he may be, hoping, hoping you do your thing when you get here. And, um, <laughs> I think that's about all my notes that I got from the game. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We will now delve into... MSU baseball. Okay. Right now, the Mississippi State baseball team is taking on Kentucky, at number ten in the nation right now. And um, so far from what we had saw, they were up winning. It was they, they was were up ten four last I checked. But let's make sure where we are. I think uh yeah we had they had come from behind, you know, in the first one. Yeah. So, yeah, man, it's just been a big weekend for um, been a big weekend for the dogs. Um, they got Spencer Price up to come and pitch now. Um, let's see, the lead is now ten six. Okay. Um, Kentucky hit a two run bomb last inning. So okay. 
it's currently 10-6. You know, hopefully they can pull it out. And which inning are we headed to? I think we are now... I think we are now in the uh, top of the ninth. We're in the top of the ninth right now. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about baseball, man. Yeah, well, um, Mississippi State right now, they're currently in third place in the SEC West standings right now. And... They're doing pretty good with with Coach Canizaro right now. They they've been coming along, you know, so far. And from what I've well, from what I've seen, you know, as compared to Coach Cohen's time with the Bulldogs and everything, they've they look like they are trying to like find that spark, and it's actually working so far right now. And it's all you can ask for with um, a brand new coach. In Coach Canizaro, and you would think any other coach just kind of take time to kind of get the team that he wants. But when you have guys like Brent Rooker, Jake Mangum mm-hmm. on your team, right? You you have you have a steady base to kind of you know right go with, and I feel comfortable about how this team is going on so far. Yeah, um, most definitely. The, the, the talent is, you know, always there. Mississippi State does a great job in recruiting. It's just this year, you know, Coach Canizaro making the transition, um, his first year, you know, who would have, you know, he never thought coming in that he would have been, his pitching staff would have been as decimated as it has been with Tommy Johns and various type of injuries. Um, so pitching has been an issue, but it's not, you know, a, anything to do with skill or coaching. It's just, you know, unfortunate injuries. And he's done a great job of, you know, navigating through that so far. And, you know, he's done a, he's done a, a pretty amazing job from my estimation. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a guy coming from LSU, which, you know, pretty much is like a top ten team every year in the SEC baseball. This guy, you know, he knows the stuff. Oh yeah, he, he knows how to get his team to hit well every night, mm-hmm. and you know it, it's really paying off so far. It's just really paying dividends so far. So I really want to see because we're not we're almost there in the halfway point of the SEC season. I really want to see how this team progresses more. Yeah, on the field, but from what I've seen so far, I, I've seen a team that's you know trying to find their way and they're coming on they're coming along well but I'll say this the success with Brent Rooker right now is just it's crazy yes (laughs) I want to correct myself Uh, earlier I said we were going to top the top of the ninth I don't know why I said that they're actually (laughs) um, headed to the bottom of the eighth inning okay bottom eighth inning but um, like you said Brent Rooker man amazing amazing and Goodness, we, I'm so glad he decided to come back. Yeah. You know, we lost a lot of guys from last year's team to the pros. Yeah. But, um, you know, glad he decided to come back, and he is having a monster year, to say the least. You know, you look at – he is seeing the ball as great as you could possibly see it. Right. You know, it's and it's he's not hitting, you know, dingers that's just going to drop, you know, right at the wall. These are clearing the wall by a – ton right and it's just amazing to see yeah like the guy already has 15 home runs for the season and if I'm 
not mistaken, he's batting four forty seven right. for the year so far. That's that's video game numbers. Oh, them numbers, right them, them, them numbers right there. Them like numbers. that's Emma, that's MLB the show right there. <laughs> like literally. Oh yeah. On PlayStation Four. Oh yeah. <laughs> like it doesn't get any better than that. Right. And like like I said, that's just the success of any any. Andy Canizaro and how he's you know pretty much um, used what he what he knows in the hitting department to help guys like Brent Rooker. All right, and you know he he's really stepping his game up right now. All right, so I, I give Andy Canizaro all all the love and praise right now what he's doing with this team and what he what he is doing with Brent Rooker because it's amazing right now. Like who would have who would have known with a team like Mississippi State with a guy like Jake Mangum on your team. Right. Who is just as dangerous. Right. <laughs> Jake Jake, you know, uh, you know, he's been trying to, you know, get back to la- what he the magic he had last year. You know, you've seen glimpses and you've seen, but he's had a great year. You know, it's yeah. it's, it's not exactly what he did last year, but it's a great year, and right. he's doing very good. You know, leading off that the top of that order, and you know, doing a great job of getting on base, and um, you know, even stealing bases and doing what he does. He's always a constant threat in the lineup, and um, you know, the other guys, even in the bottom half of the lineup, are doing a very good job of you know creating more RBI opportunities and things of that nature. And, you know, this team, man, they they, they sneak it. They're going to be dangerous. They're going to be – they can be pretty dangerous because they can they can produce offense. It's just, you know, they be in a lot of shootouts because, like you said, the pitching staff. But they do a good job, a very good job of creating offense. Right. Right. And yeah, they, they've done a tremendous job right now. Like, they, those guys are doing great so far. So – so far, we're continuing to check out the Kentucky game. Right now, Mississippi State is still winning. But, um, yeah, so far, MSU baseball right now, they're, they're doing well and look to see what they're going to do in the future. Most definitely. Most definitely. All right. So, so far, we have softball okay. in Mississippi State right now. Just to touch up on it a little bit, on the MSU softball team right now, they're they're doing pretty well so far. I know Alexis Siltwood, she just got her 56th win on the mound. Shouts out to her. She's like she, she's been here forever. Shouts out to her, man. Yeah, yeah. She, Long time. Yeah, she has really, since she's been here, she's stepped up her game over right. time. And I know I did one of the baseball games, one of the softball games, here and um just kind of just kind of seeing the team as as a whole they they look like they they have an opportunity to like play really good softball right, right now and i know you have teams like you know auburn texas a&m georgia florida yeah like those teams right Alabama. right there are you know <laughs> killing it right <laughs> On the softball field, but um, yeah, MSU softball, like those girls right now, they're they're doing a really good job, and um, you can only ask so far for them to you know really you know give their all on the on the field so far. But that's um, it. that's it. Yeah, they're they're doing pretty good. Most definitely. And um, finally, 
in the MSU sports. We're going to talk about probably, if I had to say, in a historic historic season from the MSU women's basketball team. Oh, man. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, I spoke about it on my show uh, that, you know, how much that meant, you know, to miss to the Mississippi State family and how just how proud of those ladies everyone is because everybody goes to the games and, you know, everybody has been there, you know, to see them through the ups of winning 20 straight yeah. of beating top-ranked opponents and then coming up short. Then to see them have their moment against UConn, against Baylor, then UConn. And then, you know, it was just an amazing time to be, you know, a part of the Mississippi State family, and I was just so happy for those girls. Man. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. They, this season, like, really solidified, you know, them as a top program. They can now be – they can now be listed with the great teams like the Yukons, the Stanfords, the Notre Dames of the world now. You know, like Mississippi State women's basketball is, has now, they're now a brand now yes. that people can, you know, like look forward to watching every year. Like when when you had saw them beat Yukon, the 111th win streak of Yukon, when you saw that game, being taken taking place in Dallas and we snapped that streak like celebrities were like even just like yeah going insane you know off you, this. you know it like I spoke about it like I said on my show it took me back to 2014 it was like you know Mississippi State took over the world you know for those few days because Mississippi State was the story yeah you know it was similar in 2014 Mississippi State was number one in the country. We took right. over the sports world. Right. And, you know, it was just amazing to see you leading all sports center. In the sports center yeah. was Morgan Williams, Vic Schaefer, yeah. and, you know, the maroon and white. And, you know, seeing everything that comes with that, you know, we're so thankful because, you know, those moments are so rare. And we, you know, we've lived through the, the ups and downs of being a Mississippi State fan. And we live for those moments and are so grateful for it. And I was just happy to see that. So yeah. happy to see that. Yeah, I mean, me too as well. Just, you know, knowing what this team had came from. And, and of course, there have been, you know, okay Mississippi State women's basketball teams before here. Right. But just seeing this team, like, it didn't take Coach Schaefer long to get this team to, like, delve in and actually, like, come together. As yes. one, like this team, really took it upon themselves to like really lead lead themselves to this moment. Like you know, just picking each other up when you know at the end of the season they lost their last two games. Right. You know, they both to Kentucky and Tennessee, and you know they could have easily had quit then. Exactly. You yeah. know, you know they started out real strong, then they started to have their struggles. You know, um, I, they had a tough game against Georgia that was like, wow, is this the same team? Right. And of course, like you said, it led to those two losses to Tennessee and Kentucky. And then you know, Vic was just like, it, it caught. You could tell he was irritated, and you know, it it caused him to you know make the lineup changes right. and to you know do what he does to get his team's attention, and it paid dividends right. and. You know, it was just amazing to see from to see how they matured and grew and came together as a team, and you know, from the ups the ups of winning twenty straight and having, you know, the the longest streak in the country. I mean, the second longest streak in the country. I didn't mean to say that, but uh, to have the 
start off 20 and 0 and you know to reach heights that they never reached before reaching their highest regular season ranking this year and they they set so many records and then you know seeing how they handled everything it was just great yeah. great to see yeah and you know they they like I said they could have easily had gave up on those games they could have easily gave up once they had lost to South Carolina yeah <laughs> <laughs> and which is a team that you know they they have to learn how to beat <laughs> they have to figure out how to beat and beat that team done Staley it's just oh. <laughs> she just got it hey, she just sometimes someone just has your number and yeah. she has they have um, MSU's number her and Asia Wilson yeah uh, but you know what I want us to talk about is uh, you know going back to the um, UConn game yeah you know to see to get beat down by 60 the year before. Absolutely. Because I felt like that year they saw that Yukon across their chest and they were just like deer in the headlights. Like, right. okay, we're happy to be here. Now we'll sit here and play and then we're going to go home. Right. You know, this year they came with a different mindset. It was like, all right, you Yukon, but we ain't no more. We just happy to be here. Yeah. You know, we, we coming to take what's ours. And they did that. And, you know, even though, you know, they tried to take it from us with that phantom flagrant foul which you know which still to this day will just like how do you call that as a foul she she still deserves an Oscar for that that one. was flopping galore and then you know I don't see how you go back to the replay and you still call that a flagrant and the flop was just so cause she she threw her head back before Dominique's arm even made contact with her. So yeah. I'm like, that's a clear flop. And they she they get not only put the two free throws, but they got possession as well. And I was just like, oh man, they did it to us. They could have gave up then, but they didn't. Yeah, the itty bitty came back down and you know <laughs> hit hit these shot heard around the world. These these shots that rocked the whole sports world that night. Right, like. Just think about it, Ian. Like, after that game, ESPN, that was the biggest story in sports that night. Right. That one game knocked out, what was that, the Golden State um, Spurs game, I think? Yes, it was the most um, highly rated game yeah. that, that night. Yeah, that, that was that was ridiculous. Yes, and um, not only that, I'm expecting, I'm expecting some ESPY nominations. Yeah. Best, maybe best moment. You have to now. <laughs> I'm expecting the SP nomination at least, yeah. and that would be fantastic. Yeah, yeah, you you literally have to now. Like with the way <laughs> with the way they ended that game, and and won 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 that game. It was just amazing because it doesn't get any better than that. If UConn wins that game, no one's talking about. No one's no one's talking about NCAA women's basketball. No, nah, it's, it's just it's the status quo. It's yeah. the it's the social norm. UConn blows through everybody, goes to the national championship, and wins it. Right, and now you violate the social norm, and you you know what I'm saying you you like the Joker says you introduce a little anarchy. Yeah, and <laughs> you know which there was a lot of a it. lot of it, <laughs> and you get the the you take over the sports world, and that was so big for women's um, hoops. Yeah. To you know, finally get that shine, and it's like you know, it can be done. It can be done. Right. And I was so happy for that. Right. And yeah, it's just like it really, it really helped the game. 
Right. Uh, tremendously. It, yes. re- it really helped the women's game tremendously. And, then and that's all you, all you really want. To put it in even more perspective, you know, someone said this. He said, nobody wins more than UConn. Like, you beat UConn. Like, nobody wins more right. than them in their sport. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's, it, yeah it, it, it's crazy. Like, so much that you can just, like, look at Gino's face, and he's just, as you can tell, like, the guy said it. He knew the streak was going to end one day. Yeah. <laughs> and, lo and behold, Morgan William. She was the one that did it, an under-recruited <laughs> point guard from Birmingham, Alabama. Yeah. At 5'2". They gave her 5'5". Five, five. She's about 5'2", five, 5'3". Five, yeah. But with a 5'11 wingspan, and she had she had, she had had the heart of a lion, and she she just took him out. Yeah, yeah. She's she, great. Yeah. And her story is so amazing. Right, right. Her like, story is amazing. Like, no one has a greater story more than Morgan Williams has. And, and just... And think about that. We had two of the greatest ones come through Mississippi State. Dak and now Morgan Williams. Right. So it, it's just it's just amazing on seeing her story and seeing how she solidified herself as one of the greatest women's basketball players in women's basketball history. Yes. That's in forever college. etched in history. And we might have came up short in the title game, but I think going forward people will remember Mississippi State taking down UConn more than who won the national title that year. And that's not a moral victory of any standpoint. That's just the yeah. truth. Yeah. Like, people are always going to replay that shot and say, oh, UConn got upset that year. Right. Like, who won the national championship? Uh, they'll hesitate and say, oh, South Carolina won. Right. But, yeah. Exactly. But you all, you all, it's going to be no hesitation to remember that shot and Morgan William and Mississippi State upsetting UConn and stopping 111-game winning streak. Right. So, yeah. Right. So, yeah. So, yeah, I mean – it was a tough loss in the national championship against South Carolina, but from what I've seen from this Mississippi State women's squad, I see nothing but an opportunity next year to make it back there in the Final Four and possibly a chance at the national championship. Yeah. So, yeah, with, with that being said, that was inside our own footprint here in Starkville, Mississippi. What's going on, CNB listeners? It's the coach here. Just wanted to give a quick recognition to our platforms. First, For Whom the Cowbell Tolls, Blog Talk Sports Radio, and, of course, you can find us on SoundCloud. You can interact with me on Twitter at Coach underscore Reed 14, and you can interact with the boat on Twitter at ThatBoyBoat underscore. Now, this is the second half of our show. Let's get back to the podcast. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Coach and Bowl Sportscast, episode number 24. I am your host, the coach. To the right of me is my co-host, Mr. Bolt. What's up? What's up? And joining us via the mobile studios, making his fourth appearance on the program is Mr. Dow Reed. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Great to have you. Great to have you back. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah. We got to get... Get these topics and debates going. Got some good stuff lined up. Yes, most definitely. Uh, as I noted in the previous uh, commercial that we have covered the MSU portion, we're going to jump straight into the second portion of our show, and it's going to be all basketball themed. So let's get right into it. How about Russell Westbrook? How about MVP. Russell? 
MVP. Is it unanimous at this point? It should be, but I still hear people talking about James Harden. You're right. You're going to keep hearing people talk about James Harden. Well, even James Harden came out and quoted last night. Uh, you know, he said, I thought this was strictly about winning. And, you know, it's a, it's, 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 it's a difficult. This is a one of the more complicated MVP races to me because if you think about it, you know, you got a guy doing something we've never seen before. And then you got another guy over here who's only two rebounds off from averaging a triple-double himself, and his team is in the top third of the conference. Mm-hmm. So it's a pretty special case. Any other year, he'd probably win it going away, but you can't disregard the historic season that Russell Westbrook is putting together. Definitely. The criteria for MVP is Say again? MVP means the criteria for MVP, everybody tells me you got to be winning and stuff like this. But if you're the most valuable player of the league, that means you're the best, one of the best players of the league. But everybody tells me you got to have a, uh, uh, you got to be a top uh, contender and stuff like that. That, that, that. To me, that isn't what the MVP is about. Well, to MVP me, is, oh. I was going to say, of course, if you take Russell, if you take Russell and James off of both of their teams, I don't think the Rockets will be that good if you take James Harden off. I mean, they run everything through him. Yes, they do have they have a collection of players that fit James Harden and the style of play well. So the Rockets end up playing very well, and that's why they're a good team now. But if you take James Harden off of the Rockets, your leading scorer going to be who? Eric Gordon? Eric Gordon. Then. Trevor Ariza. Ariza. I mean, so they not too shabby themselves either, like the Thunder, if you take Westbrook off the Thunder. If you take Westbrook off the Thunder, what you got? A lottery team. You got a 17-win a, a team. Yeah, but you know, yeah. like you said, that's that's where I, they cancel out to me. But in the same breath, um, one does have a better supporting cast slightly, but slightly, slightly. Yeah, it's like he doesn't have any. Who does Russell have? Hmm. Who does Russell have? Oh, He got Taj Gibson. Brad. You got Stephen Adams, Enos Cantor, Taj Gibson. Any All Stars? No, they're James okay. is the only All Star on his team though. You got an NBA champion on his team. Plus, you're going to have the sixth man of the year on his team. You got two possible sixth man of the year candidates on that team. But one they added after the All-Star break later in the season. I understand. I'm saying, I'm, I'm making your point. But it's like, and, uh, that's, why I'm, that's why I'm saying this is one of the most confusing MVP races because you got someone having a historic year and then you got another guy who is learned to play a different position also and is doing things to put his team in the top third of the best conference in basketball. To me, the MVP is, a, is become a joke because they gave Steve Nash the MVP over Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant averaged 35 points that year and was all defense first team. And you give Steve Nash a guy... 
averaging 17 points. He did average 11 assists, but he couldn't guard me. I'm 50 years old, 52 years old. Mm. But you get the MVP to him. I mean, I watched the episode of, uh, uh, what is it, uh, uh, Open Court. Right. And they had the episode where Shaq was laying on the couch talking about how Steve Nash won MVP over him one year and then won it over Kobe. And he said he needed counseling for that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so would you be upset if they gave it to James Harden some strange way? Yeah, I'd be upset because the man, he has doubled the amount of triple doubles that Harden has. And he, uh, the effort he's putting in night in and night out. And that's the most valuable player. I mean, he's doing it night in and night out. Yeah. Trying to win. Well, Jay, in the same breath, James does it night in and night out. He didn't average no triple double though. He only two re- only two rebounds off because he's only two rebounds away, and he averaged thirty points. Yeah. Okay, Russell is hot tall. They about Russell six three, James six, six five. Okay, now you got a six foot three guy after ten rebounds a game. He's putting in work. He plus he putting up his points. Plus, he's getting the ball to other players to help them score. And he's only 6'3". I'm making a case, but see, what I'm going to tell you, I was on the James Harden support. I've documented by saying I wanted James. I thought James Harden should have won a few weeks ago. But, you know, in recent weeks, I, Russell has won me over because it's not only him getting the triple-doubles, it's the, 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 the amount of points he's scoring – and I mean, his his shooting percentages haven't been too bad, actually. Mm-hmm. And he has had the MVP moments. You know, you, yes. you had the game winner over the Nuggets. You have like you know how you had the, the Heisman moments. He's given us the, oh. the MVP moments to it's, solidify his case. I feel like if if he could have probably won maybe one of those Warrior games. It probably would have been a little more in his fate. I, I would have been like, yeah, more it was running away. Virtually impossible. It's I know. For him to beat the Warriors because they're loaded. That's true. For Bear. And he's he loaded for Squirrel. They loaded for Bear. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, don't know. Know, I had an argument with a friend of mine this morning about this situation. He talking about Harden took Houston from the 8C to the 3C. Well, if you look at it, Houston was projected not to make the playoffs this year. Mm-hmm. I understand, but it's a different system. Now, what I told him, you take away those 47 points that Oklahoma City lost. You lost Kevin Durant. You lost Serge Ibaka. That's about anywhere from 44 to 47 points a game. Well, you already had a year without uh, Ibaka, so... In essence, you've been taking 27 away, which is still a lot. A lot. You know, and he's talking about Houston lost some players, but who did Houston lose compared to Durant? Nobody. They lost Dwight. Do who? They lost Dwight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll get to they the lost I'm sure. I'm sure we're going to 
talk about Dwight Howard later in the show. It's something. Yeah, no. But, let me, uh, let me say drink what? some water so I won't be, let me drink some water so I won't get dehydrated and throw up talking <laughs> about Dwight. <laughs> so anyway, you know, to wrap up, uh, it looks like Russell is going to run away with his point. All the momentum is on his I side. I think Russell will win, but... It's going to be close. It's not going to be a one. I don't think it's going to be a runaway. Yeah. I think... Uh, I think some of the sports writers who, you know, historically have haven't have kind of bashed Russell in the past, especially when him and Durant was having their struggles, um, when they were still on the same team, I think they'll probably they might vote against them because you know how writers can be. But uh Stephen A. Either one of Yeah. But yeah. uh I it's think to, to me I think uh yeah, I think Russell's gonna win it. But I also say, you know, you know, whoever wins it, you know, I wouldn't be mad because, you know, it's you got a great season, a historic season on one end, and you got a guy who, you know, is also putting his team in, like I said, the third, the top third of the toughest conference in basketball. So, you know, but I, but, you know, I do think Russell has it at this point. If you look at it historically, when Oscar Robinson averaged his triple double, he didn't win the MVP. That is true. Yeah. I, w- w- didn't he finish third? He finished third. Because um, wasn't the, was the team's record good or was it? Bill bad? Russell ended up winning that season. They made, they made the playoffs, yeah. but, you know. Bill Russell won it that season, and I think um, Wilt had, like, 45. Wilt was averaging 50 points. 50, yeah, yeah. 50 points right. a game, and they gave it to Russell. And I'm like, really? You know, I wasn't going back then, but, mm. you know. <laughs> When I found out, I was like, you got a guy averaging 50 points a game, he don't win the MVP. You got a guy averaging a triple-double, he don't win the MVP. You got a guy averaging 18 rebounds and like 10 points a game, and he wins the MVP. Well, I don't think that's going to be the case this year. I think Russell's going to get rewarded for his historic year. And also, I, I did call that before the season. I think I the day after KD left, I said Russell's going to win MVP this year. Well, yeah, you did. I, I, I got to agree with you. Uh, we had our conversation, and I even put in, I said, I think he's going to average a triple-double because he's going to have to do everything. Right. And mm-hmm. what he had to. And it's also going to be interesting because it's the way it's shaping up. Uh, they'll play each other. They'll play each other in the first round, Houston and OKC. Oh, yeah. I think and that series will go uh, fine. It's, it's going to be a problem for Houston because who you gonna who you gonna guard? Uh, who's gonna guard Russell Westbrook? You gonna let Harden guard him? Beverly? You gonna put Beverly? Gonna put Patrick on him? Take them knees Patrick out. Get lit up, and then Patrick gonna foul him hard. It'll be a fight by Game Three. Yeah, I think so. But uh, you know, at the same time, you know, who's gonna guard James? And who's gonna guard Lou and Eric Gordon? And nobody. Russell's going to have to do everything. If the role players, you're going to have to get something from Oladipo. Yeah, I will, say, I will say that, though. Oladipo has played a lot better recently, and Doug McDermott is uh, – He's added some shooting. They need right. that. Out, some outside shooting, and Abrinas off the bench, too. Mm-hmm. Now, the advantage to me that uh, Oklahoma City has is the, the, the big men. Right. They're, they're going to have to get points from the paint. Right. And uh, Adams and Cancer, they're gonna have to score. 
mm-hmm. because you know that's where the, that's where Houston can lose a series because their bigs are good, they're skilled, mm-hmm. but they're not necessarily physical. So this is a good segue then, into the playoffs. Into the playoffs. So we feel like Russell is going to be close, but Russell will ultimately win the MVP. Right. Right. All right, now segue into that's, the playoffs. That's, my, that, that's how I feel. Okay. Now we're going – let's get into the playoffs. We'll start – what y'all want to start, east or west? We can – Let's start with the – let's start with the least. <laughs> okay, let's go to the east. Okay, the 1-8 will probably be Chicago and Cleveland. That's a bad matchup right now. Four – We'll see how the Heat finish. It's it's close. Yeah, actually, the Heat and the Bulls are fighting over the eight over the eight seed. They both have the same record right now. And the Celtics and Cavs are tied for the top seed, but we'll see. How many games left for each one of those Celtics and Cavs? Two games. Two. So okay, if both of them win, who has the tiebreaker? Cleveland. Cleveland. Who Cleveland got left on the play the last two games? Miami uh, tonight, and who else? That's it. They'll be in Miami, right? Yeah, they, they yeah they got their last game. It's against Miami at, at Miami. That's not gonna be a cakewalk. Oh no, it won't. Cause Miami's fighting. So who Boston got left? Boston has to play Brooklyn um, at home tonight. They should win that. We, they should. Chicago dropped the ball and let Brooklyn get a win this weekend, put themselves yeah, in home. Yeah, I saw that. And Chicago uh, has to play Orlando tonight at home. Uh, they should win that. Win that. They should. We'll see what Miami does. We'll see, but uh, yeah, uh, Miami. Oh, if Miami and Chicago don't win out, neither. Uh, which uh, are they fighting for the eight spot? Who's seven? Seven is Indiana. But they can't catch them. Um, Indiana's one game above both of those teams. They're forty and forty, um, and they they yeah. finish up with Philly tonight. So. so they win tonight. They they'll lock themselves a spot in. Right. Uh, Cleveland. Cleveland should hope Miami uh, makes the eighth seed because for some strange reason this year they've been swept by Chicago. Yeah, uh, I think it's I think it has a lot to do with um, a lot of times when they play them. You know, the bigs for uh, for Chicago they always seem to have big games, and Jimmy Butler, you know, always seems to have a big game. And mm-hmm. he's able to di- kind of disrupt LeBron on offense. He's kind of what – he's kind of like the Eastern Conference version of Kawhi to an extent. Mm-hmm. He does a lot to disturb LeBron. But, you know, in that series, Kyrie has to go to work to me. Yes. Kyrie's going to have to get buckets. He's Right now he's on a 16-game streak of 20 points scored or more on the longest of his career. So, you know. Out of those sixteen games, how I many did they, did they win? They they had a horrible, but February and March. Well, their they, last their last ten, they're five and five. They've had a, some struggles since the All Star break. It's been tough, but I feel like we've seen um, when they played the Celtics, they shown that they're really just waiting on the playoffs. 
I mean, that Celtics win, that was just to let everybody know, like, look, them, we got them this. Two Hawk losses, one in Cleveland and one in Atlanta. Nope. Those aren't good, but that's the Hawks. A lot of teams, the, the aura of invincibility of Cleveland has been dented. You know, a lot of teams really not afraid of Cleveland. I don't see. This, this is the thing. I think it's just. I just think when when the playoffs roll around, yeah, you gonna see a different LeBron. Oh, they be the extra. They I mean, I feel the like extra they, they, they play Chicago. Say they play Chicago in the playoffs. I think this series will go five games max, max because you they know the extra help from the zebras in the playoffs. Oh, I don't hear that. We have speculation. That's you all know LeBron gonna cry before. That's gonna all. Cry. Cry about what? He cries about everything. Oh my goodness! I think that series would go five games max. Um, Celtics turn around and had to play the Pacers. That could be an interesting matchup. I think Indiana is a bit of a sleeping giant, and not a giant, but they can they can make some noise. I think that could be a six game. If series. they lock in, they mm-hmm. can make some noise. That could be very entertaining. Awesome wins that in six. Uh, yeah, I, I think so, but I think yeah, I think Indiana extended a little bit. Toronto five or six, I say five or six. Right, right. Uh, Toronto, they're right now they'll be playing Milwaukee. I think with Kyle Lowry Boy. returning, that could be that could be a quick series actually. If Jabari Parker, I feel like if Jabari Parker was healthy, it's gonna be boring. But I think if Jabari Parker was healthy, it'll be more competitive. But I think Toronto takes that in about five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the only way. Then you got Washington, Atlanta. That could be very interesting. That'll be the most. That could be a seven. That'll be the most exciting. Yeah, and that's gonna hurt because one of them got to go. And I, shoot, that's that's tough to call right now. I would go Washington. I go Washington though. But Atlanta has looked nice as of late. Tim Hardaway Jr. has been hooping. You yeah. know, the pieces are looking he's, real good. He's played his way into some money this summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, is he going to be the most improved player? I think I think the most improved player is going to be Devin Booker. I can see Devin Booker. Um, maybe, uh, maybe I would say you could put Eric Gordon in two categories, but I don't think they'll do that. Come back player of the year. <laughs> you could put maybe, maybe, but I know he's got. I think he's gonna win six man. Uh, some people have said. I, 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 I think Lou gonna win six man. Lou. Mm, yeah. Lou average. How, how much Gordon average? Lou was averaging eighteen before he left the league. I think Eric Gordon's averaging nineteen. I think Eric's gonna win it. Yeah, and then uh, I think most improved category is probably Devin Booker. Uh, who did you just say? Uh, who was the guy y'all just said? Uh, shoot! Oh, oh Tim, Hardaway Jr. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. Tim Hardaway Jr. Kelly Oubre's had a, a good year. Otto Porter. Otto Porter. Um, Otto Porter. Otto Porter. What about the Joker? MIP. The Joker. Jokic. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, maybe uh, I heard some people say Dario Sarge, but I don't think so. No, I think Dario. I like, I like the Joker, man. I don't. I think Dario might end up winning rookie, rookie year by year. default. That's, wait, not Dario Sarge. I meant uh, what's the guy from Orlando? Uh, oh, um, his not his own year. His 
it's either his own or Fournier. I forgot which one, but I don't think I don't, yeah. Fournier. I, I, I haven't good. seen I haven't seen Orlando play all year, so I couldn't tell you who's on there. Right? It's one more Rodney Hood. Mm-hmm. Rodney Hood. Rodney Hood. Yeah. So I, but I think in that category, I think they're gonna give it to Devin Booker because the way he finished up this year, I think he might get that one. He might because um, throughout the season, I was thinking it'll probably be Otto Porter. Because yeah. he he really has stepped into that third role. Really good. He's leading the league. Playing. He's leading Joker's the league. In, he's leading the league in three point percentage. Otto Porter is. Yeah. And that's what they needed. Joker, that's what they Joker's needed. Been at uh, Denver. Mm-hmm. Right. He's been playing off the chain. Right. Yeah, he's had them um, almost getting the playoffs. Right. With a, a Denver team that really shouldn't be in the playoff running. So like, he's gonna get paid this summer though. Most definitely, most definitely. A lot of these guys, like we just said, you know, have earned a lot of money uh, playing this year. Tim Hardaway Jr., I'm glad he finally got his opportunity to start. Is he a free agent? Tim Hardaway Jr., I can find out real quick. Y'all keep talking. Um, I think he might be. I'm a Laker fan, so I already know we're going to go after uh, Paul George, you know. Mm Mm-hmm. And if I was them, I would go after George. I would, I would sign two key free agents this year. It's looking Trade like George D'Angelo wants to go there. He has one more season. Yeah, yeah he's locked up. Yeah. George D'Angelo with me. I trade D'Angelo Russell and draft ball. Well, a lot, well, a, a lot has to happen because the Lakers might mess around and lose their pick. It's top three protected. Yeah, because y'all keep winning. Oh, we're protected. We, we ain't going to lose. It's top three protected. Top three, though. If you slide to below two, Lonzo going to be gone. Lonzo ain't making it past top three. Yeah. He's not making it past two. It's going to be well, folks. Like I said, we're, we're not going to lose our pick. We're, what, we're 25 and... Shoot. 25 uh, and 59. <laughs> 25 and 55. 55, so we got two games left. We need to tank those two games. So. <laughs> oh, nah, I, we'll see what I, I happens. I would play the ball boy in that. Because, yeah. so the way it's looking now, Brooklyn and Phoenix going uh, to probably try to fight for that one and two also. And if the ping pong yeah, balls. Not fa- Brooklyn. Uh, Boston is going to have Brooklyn's pick. If the ping pong Boston balls fall Brooklyn. right. That's Philly tough, might mess man. around getting that top three and and, and bust the Lakers now, on Philly, that. Philly got what twenty seven wins. Yeah, they got twenty eight. Mm-hmm. Oh, we can't catch them. Oh, we only got two games left. Yeah, y'all need to go ahead and lose, and you know, because Phoenix, Phoenix got the worst record in y'all's conference. Phoenix got what twenty four wins. Right. Yep. We got twenty five. That's right. terrible. Well, let's see. Um, keeping things rolling, so we we both we all feel like that Washington Atlanta series is going to be That's very gonna be hot. Yeah, let's um hop on over to the West Coast. See what the Western Conference is looking like. We have Portland going against the Warriors. Yeah, That's a wrap. It's gonna they're gonna get them up out of there. That should that five. should go five. a sweep. Go five. I'm going four. <laughs> I'm going four. Yeah, that I'm should going be four. a sweep. Portland played them tough. Uh, was it two years ago or last year? Man, last year they, they played them tough. Last year they not going. They not going. But win. it's not the same Portland team. They not going to win a game. They not going to win a game. No, I don't think so either. I, I, I give them one, man. I'm, I'm calling a sweep. I'm calling a sweep too. Move on to hey. San Antonio and Memphis. 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 It's going to be a that's, grunt. A, that's a bad. That's a 
always bad for San Antonio. It's gonna sure be is. it's gonna be a grinded out old school kind of series. Because you got two be a heavyweight fight. Yeah, you got two teams that like to play slow and like to run the offense and like to play physical. And the difference is this yeah. time around Mike Conley isn't hurt. Yeah, Mike Conley is uh healthy and ready to go. So yeah, it's gonna be tough, but you know, that should go five, but it's, it's, it does have possibilities of six. It's got, yeah, it's got. This has possible to me. This has possible to go six or seven. Because you know, Zebo Zebo ain't played in the last week. They rested him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. he gonna get down there with that two inch vertical. Yeah, but he's a big. He's a big, but he's a big old boy. It's tough to get around yeah, him. Yeah, he gonna get you about seventeen, man. You know. Right, and but then the problem. San Antonio is gonna have who's gonna guard Tommy? You can't put the wire on him. Nope, and then Tony Parker, Patty Mills. Tony yeah, Parker is not phenomenal. Dewante Murray, if he gets a yeah, shot. you might have to put Murray out there. Um, Simmons, yeah, Jonathan Simmons. Jonathan Simmons might get some some tick on holding Conley. Um, I want to see. I, I can't wait to see first team all defense versus Kawhi. Though. That's mm-hmm. gonna be an interesting matchup. I think I think Tony Allen will hold uh, Kawhi. Tony Allen's a good, great defender. Right. That's so, that's gonna be really healthy. Yeah, he's yeah he's yeah, he's healthy. He's yeah, gonna he be good to go. Um, and you know, with Tony Allen, he's not worried now, about offense. He's just trying now, to lock up. Now, one thing I will say is Manu Ginobili to turn the clocks back, and he's playing very good basketball. Vince Carter too. Yeah. Hey, Vince Carter. Shoot, hey, it's gonna be probably what Ginobili is those back to back games, the quick turnaround games. Yeah, that would hurt him. Yeah, there you go. Right, but you know, with the NBA, they like to drag out the playoffs. So you know, they, but the first round they don't drag out a lot. We'll we'll see if they hit them with the you know y'all play Saturday, turn back around and play Tuesday play type Tuesday. of thing. Yeah, I, I don't think they're gonna do that in the first round. I yeah. hate that though. Yeah, it is. And then our next matchup, we talked about a little bit Houston, Oklahoma City. That's gonna probably in this on this side that might be the best series to me on this side. Then go five, five. I think go five. To me, five. I think the Clippers and Jazz. That's gonna go. Clippers, seven. That's gonna be a good. Even but it's gonna be boring though. It's gonna be boring because the Clippers that, suck. Yeah. The, and, Jazz and play, the Jazz play. The Jazz play from exciting basketball. Though. The Jazz do play. play a the Jazz play. They play fundamental. They're young Spurs to me. Like yeah. And then they play. They play, they play good basketball. They they got a bunch of guards that are uh, just off the chain. As a basketball fan, um, I I think it'll be entertaining to see the Jazz uh, win this series and turn around and have to play the Warriors. Yeah, I, yeah, I think they're gonna put I think they're gonna put the work on LA. They're gonna put the work on the Clippers. As a Warriors fan, I want the Clippers to win. I don't. I know you don't want to see. I don't. The, I know see, you don't want to. See I don't the jazz. want to see the Jazz in the next round. I, I want to see the Clippers because so we can get them on out of there. The Jazz got, like you said, guard play, and they got two two bigs. They, they got, got legit bigs. They got, got Rudy Gobert, mm-hmm. Gobert, and Derek Favors. It's not a. It's it's like the Grizzlies series a few years ago. It's not a pretty matchup. But you, then you playing against a young type team like that. They got young legs, yeah. and then Jones Johnson. Young 
Yeah, they got Joe Johnson off the bench. And unlike in the past, they had shooters now. Right. You got Hood, you got Johnson, you got Ingles. Exum can come off the bench and run point. Uh, you started, who's your starter? Uh, Trey Burke? Not Trey Burke. George uh, Hill. George Hill. George, George Hill's Hill. been playing well. Rodney Hood. Yeah, y'all talking about Utah. Utah's going to have to contend with Steph, Clay, Durant. Oh, yeah. That's my a good factor that I told you about in in, in November. He's th- a rim protector. Ain't nobody thinking about Javale. <laughs> he's a he's a rim protector. What what Javale going to do with Rudy? Any any points you get from Javale is a plus. Javale gonna have to, to play, move his feet to play a lot of D in this one because they gonna they gonna move the ball a lot. Of course, you know, push come to shove, we would choose the Warriors oh, in that yeah. series, oh, yeah. but it. I just don't think it it's just gonna be easy. It's some question marks. It's, it's some question marks. I just don't think it's gonna be easy. Yeah, I got one question. How bad is Matt Barnes hurt? Mm. Um, you, you know more than better than I. I saw that you know they took him into the locker room and stuff, and he just had a little X-ray. Um, I don't, the X-ray they don't believe negative, but they don't believe it's too it's serious. Now he's a great defender. A lot of people don't realize that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Most definitely. He's gonna bring that toughness to him. And, and I tell you who I told who else when he was healthy, when he get healthy, we was gonna bring some toughness to him. That's David West. The That's game I saw them play against true. San Antonio. He was strong, San Antonio, in the fourth quarter. David so West will be range. He will add some 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 key clutch minutes and some some mid range mm-hmm. shooting from the from the big man. Plus. You know, KD ain't gonna miss them shots. Harrison Barnes will miss them. That's the same thing I said. So did KD play last night? Yeah, he played. He mm-hmm. played Saturday. What did? Well, Saturday. What did he do? He had sixteen. He, had he struggled 16. from the field. 16. Okay, but um, trying to get his feet back on. Yeah, he's just getting his feet wet. Right, right. So we'll see. Was he up and down, moving good? Was he? Yeah. Okay. He did jump just was broke. Getting getting back yeah, acclimated they're, they're that game right. speed, game speed shooting yeah. compared to shooting around, right? Yeah, you know, you know he rimming out, shooting long. Yeah. You know. Okay. All right. But, so. You know, he was in a mix. He played defense. He rebounded well. So, is there any possibility of any upset? Yeah, upset. or anybody, any one of the projected. Two teams to make the finals getting tripped up. Cleveland. Any chance that we might not get the trilogy this year? Okay. Uh, Golden State first matchup a win. Right. right. San Antonio a win. Houston's gonna win. The fourth. Uh, Cleveland. I mean Utah and the Clippers. I can't say. Mm-hmm. Now, if. Golden, if, 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 if Utah wins, Golden State gonna go six with them. If the Clippers win, that's a sweep. That's a five. I said five. Yeah, that's a sweep. Thank you. So Golden State will still be on track. Houston and San Antonio, San Antonio will beat the Bricks off Houston. Okay. So you have San Antonio and uh, Golden State in the Western Conference Finals. I go Golden State and six. Okay, I would too. Now, I would. I would the East, 
Yeah. The issue might have a chance for us there, if I'm serious. Mm. Uh, Cleveland, Cleveland don't look as strong as they did previous. Damn, what, got 53 wins? Mm-hmm. 54? 51, 51. 51. Chance for 52. Oh, my God. That's terrible. I think the thing with Cleveland, if they end up playing the Hawks in the second round, they'll make quick work of them. The, the losses they've had to the Hawks is because they haven't taken them serious. And the playoffs, that's why the I, Hawks freeze up against the Cavs in the playoffs. That's why it's so what's, hard. What's, what's Washington's record against Cleveland? Shoot. Oh, I know they, they split. Had, I think it's split. Yeah, I think it's 2-2. Two, two. I think they're 2-2. Two, two. Um, Washington's the better matchup. Definitely. Washington will get the Cleveland fits. Mm-hmm. They'll take them six you got, at least. You got to contend with Wall and Bill. Yeah, right, and Kyrie. And I don't think Wall, Kyrie wants to check Wall. Kyrie and Wall cancel out because, you know, they're two great guys. Wall gonna get the better, at Kyrie. Yeah, he does. Now I don't know. Was it was it two years ago when uh, Washington was winning? Uh, Wall broke his hand. Yes, that was gonna be a great series. That was the that was the best team because they had Paul Pierce coming off the bench mm-hmm. and he was, he was doing work. But when he because they were they were run they were gonna run through the playoffs. I was saying the same thing. If John Wall didn't break his wrist, and you know man. he's thinking about that now, so yeah, I was pissed, man. Cause I was like, I think Washington beat Cleveland. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll get to see that possibly this year. Yeah, it's hard. It's just hard to read Cleveland because of LeBron and the playoffs and all that. It's just hard to read them. The thing is, you know how they worked on adding bench pieces, but the pieces really ain't panning out. Darren Williams right. been missing a lot of bunnies at the rim. You know, Shumpert what still is, can't what shoot. What is Cor done? Cor, he has his nights. Corver has his nights where he's, you know, hidden, and then he has some nights where he's two for seven from three. You know, Jefferson ain't going to sneak up on nobody this season. You know, so... We'll see. They always, LeBron's always talking about we don't have the energy. We don't have energy. We don't have energy. Yeah, I better get an Energizer Bunny from somewhere because the Energizer Bunny playing Milwaukee now. We'll see. I think the thing with the way things are shaping up, if Cleveland can make quick work of Washington and win that series in five games, they'll they'll set themselves up to handle Boston. If that Washington series think, is a tough six be, or seven, I don't think be five games. if it's a, if it's a tough six seven game series, then that Boston series will be a long win as well. See, y'all thinking y'all thinking Cleveland Boston Eastern Conference Final. That's what I'm thinking. I'm, th- I'm saying Washington Boston. Hmm. Okay. He's calling the upset early. Okay. Okay. Let's I'm calling the upset. Cause you're not jelling, man. Y'all ain't jelling the whole year. We'll see. Yeah. Y'all won some games on just talent. Who is y'all? You know. <laughs> but, okay, Cleveland. I, I keep forgetting you're not a Cleveland. You're a LeBron fan. Right. But, I don't Cleveland know. Cleveland LeBron. The Cleveland LeBron thing jailed this year. I just don't see how we can say that. We we saw the the team and they hyped up to beat them Boston, right? Everybody, everybody was saying Boston. Everybody was saying Boston, Boston. Why's up? And he went there and the game was over at halftime. But you only won fifty one games, bro. So 
It is a what it's a what you done even for me you, lately. Even when you say lately they 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 chopped Boston. Even up. when you say they had the uh when they had the best record in the league, LeBron when back in what, oh eight or oh seven? Yeah. It didn't matter. What happened? They ain't win. But the deal is, man, like I said, the aura and visibility is gone. Man. Nobody's afraid anymore. I think that's I think that's overstated because you know you still just got to go out there and play basketball at the end of the day. You still got to go play, you know. But looking, you know, people looking at uh, at Cleveland like we ain't scared of you. You got to be scared. I understand that, but in, in the past, just by showing up, they had two games already. I think it'll be that way. I think Washington is. I'm probably the, the only team that really just ain't scared of Cleveland like that. All right, I'm going to tell you like this. Playoff LeBron is a different beast. Or Chicago. Playoff, playoff LeBron is a different beast. But like I said, you had them helping the Jesus. Okay. All right, we ain't going to go. We, gonna, we ain't going to get into that. But, uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and wrap it. We spent, we, we spent about 20 minutes, 20 plus on uh, playoffs. So playoffs? Playoffs? <laughs> to, to, so to me, I think we, I think, I think the trilogy is gonna happen. I think it's just. I don't think so. I think it will. It's, I'm eighty twenty on it happening. I still hold a little. It's gonna be a it, rematch. I gotta see the playoffs. I gotta see how. That's what I'm saying. Up. It's hard to re. I just, I'm just saying. Rematch, rematch, nineteen seventy five. Hmm. It's gonna be a rematch, nineteen seventy five. Who played in nineteen seventy five? Seventy five. Well, I know Golden State won in 75. Mm-hmm. Golden State won in 75. They beat Boston. They, they beat Boston, Boston going to Washington. Mm-hmm. I think they beat Washington. I, don't, I, think I, think, I think if Washington gets past Cleveland, I think Washington will ride that way to the finals if they get past And then Cleveland. it's going to be a sweep. <laughs> and then it's going to be a sweep. Y'all better hope Cleveland make it to the finals because who, anybody else that make it, it's going to be a sweep. Not, not if it's Boston. Nah. Boston, they notoriously play the Warriors hard. You know, the, you know okay, the top three teams in the West it'll got go a better record. The top three teams in the West got a better record than anybody needs. Yeah, this is regular season stuff and all this all this nonsense with the the rest and then the back to back. He he, he, he going to jump in the phone booth and uh, Kevin Love going to turn to Superman. LeBron going to be Batman. Hey. Kyrie going to be the Flash. They did it last year. We'll see what happens. You, what, what's the, what's the next topic you trying to get into, Coach? Okay, now it's been hyped up for weeks. This is a topic that you know is gonna raise a lot. Everyone's familiar with the fifty greatest players of all time list in the NBA. We want to add the next ten to the list. Guys that you know didn't make the original list back when they did did it at the All Star Game in nineteen ninety five. Six. Six. 1996, I think. Mm-hmm. That was Kobe's rookie year. Um, the next year. Shaq was Shaq, four years into the league. And but they projected Shaq. They put yeah, Shaq projected. on there. Projected mm-hmm. Shaq would be great, and they got it right. Um, this Now, we want to add guys who at that point were too young, no one saw it, or guys from this generation that had great um, years. Maybe guys who got snubbed from back in the day and should have been on the list. Guys like maybe a Dominique Wilkins or somebody like that. So, you're going to try... I would go tr- 15 instead of 10. Huh? I would go 15 instead of 10. We got... I think 15 is too easy. 
I think 15 is a cop-out, so I want to do 10 just to spice it up. Okay. Okay. So, and this is the rules. The name has to be unanimous. If you if there's any argument about the name, it's it's going we're gonna have to debate it to try you gonna get a chance to make your case for that person. So let's try to build us a list of ten unanimous. Okay. LeBron James, any contest? No contest. No contest. Kobe Bryant. No contest. Of course not. <laughs> yeah. Tim Duncan. No contest. No contest. Kevin Garnett. No contest. Okay, that's, that's five, right? That's four. That's four. Dirk Nowitzki. No contest. Contest. No, Dirk. Ooh. Dirk. Okay, we'll come back to we'll come back to Dirk. Okay, so asterisk by Dirk. Well, let's highlight Dirk. Okay. Kevin Durant. No contest. Contest. Contest KD. Uh, you gotta call it. Like you gotta, we're calling a few of these now. You think K? You think KD won't be added to the list? Check mark. Okay. We put a we'll put a star by his name. I don't understand it, but we'll put a star by his name. Allen Iverson. Check mark. What? Why? Wow, hold on now. Check. Wait a minute now. Wait a Check minute. mark. We gonna get into it. Okay. Steph Curry. Mark, ain't ready. We project. You got. You got to project some names, man. Hold on. I understand, but you, you you're still missing some players, man. Dwayne Wade. <sighs> Dwayne Wade might be the third greatest two guard of all time. Third. Grade. Yeah. Yes. Third. Fourth. Oh, third. Fourth. Third. Who the logo on the league? Who the logo on the league? I'm Jerry West. Don't give me Jerry West. Jerry West's a bad uh, man, but who the logo on the basketball? Dwayne ahead of Dwayne Wade? Yeah. Oh my goodness. No. The logo. How many how many how many titles uh Jerry West? Hey, made? don't do that to Jerry West. See, he, he had to play against all the Celtics got four, teams. Dwayne Wade got four rings. And Dwayne Wade would have had zero if he had to play for Celtics teams. Dwayne Wade had four rings. I know. I see what you said. With Dwayne Wade, they, they didn't have they didn't have three point line. Dwayne Wade, Dwayne Wade, the, Dwayne Wade is the third. Three. Dwayne was the third best shooting guard of all time. No, oh my. They didn't have three point line. Who got more points? Jerry West or Dwayne Wade? Jerry West a bad man, and his last few years of his he career. Answered, he answered the question now. He showed he could play points. Who point. got more points? Who got more points? Jerry West or Dwayne Wade? Don't worry about it. <laughs> Hold on. Uh-huh. I'm pulling it up. Don't worry about it. Pull it up. I still don't see how. With no three, with no three point line. I still don't see how you pulling Jerry West ahead of Dwayne Wade. With no three point line. I put Dwayne Wade okay. ahead, but hold Jerry on, hold West on. Is he next. got twenty five thousand one hundred ninety two points. Okay, how many points Dwayne Wade got? Give me a second. Give me a second now. He got a load. He got 21,297. Okay. <laughs> Injury riddle. Okay. How many did Dwayne Wade play? Dwayne Wade been in the league since... 03. 03. 13. This is his 14th season. Mm-hmm. How many did Jerry West play? 
Jerry West played from 60 to 74. 13. Okay, so played 15 years, you right? Know he was playing against, though. He uh, didn't have no three-pointers, man. Playing some taxi, taxi drivers. You don't play against no taxi drivers. Bartenders. You ever heard of Bob Cousy? How many, yeah, I know, yeah, we know Bob Cousy. Yeah. You, ever heard of, you, ever, you ever heard of Oscar Robinson? Yeah. You ever heard of Dave Who are these teams as a whole, as a whole, though, as a whole? Who the hell is it? three names like this name. <laughs> Were they on the same team? All the top, uh, no, they're the top 50 players. All right. So you want to put an asterisk by, so, so we, we put, put an asterisk by D-Wade. Oh, oh, hold on, let's finish the list off. Okay. okay and, and number, number 10, Dominique Wilkins. Asterisk, I love him to death, but I gotta put an asterisk by. I was gonna put an asterisk by Dominique too, okay. but everybody else, ain't no way I'm putting an asterisk by. Okay, now let's go back through. So, oh, you, you forgot a, you forgot a player now. You forgot two players. We only did ten, but we are gonna go back and add. We're, we're gonna add, we're gonna we're gonna let y'all we're gonna let everybody suggest some names, and then we're gonna see who we are gonna take off and add. Okay. So we make sure we get ten. Who 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 are your two suggestions? <laughs> who your who are your suggestions? Chris Webber and Reggie Miller. Okay, C. Webb and Reggie Miller. Mm-hmm. So, let me get this right. You going to put C. Webb ahead of Dirk? Yeah. Mm. I can't do it. Mm. Dirk he's, is he's, Dirk he's, the greatest he's, European he's, he's, he's player of all business. time. He gave Dirk the business. The only problem, Dirk didn't win stuff on Crystal Plane. Okay. Chris ain't when stuff was Chris was playing. Dirk, huh? Dirk led a team that had no business being in the NBA Finals to an NBA championship. One of the weakest championship winning team, but might be the weakest team to okay. ever win a that championship. Playoff, that playoff. Who, 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 who put Chris out? Who puts Chris out there at the Western Conference Finals? All the time. The great, those great the Laker teams. Those great Laker teams. Great, the great Laker yeah. teams and the Zebras. Yeah, the zebras. <laughs> Chris was loyal, and that hurt him. Dirk's loyal. Chris could have left. Dirk only played for one and team. Dirk, Dirk, Chris should have. Chris was giving people the. Chris gonna. Oh, I forgot another name. He in the Hall of Fame this year. The Jolly mentioned. Tracy McGrady. Tracy McGrady. That's it's that's that's asterisk. It's gonna be debatable. That's debatable. That's another name now. I'm gonna put T Mac ahead of Dwayne Wade. No. No. All right. That's an Asher show. You gotta debate them names. I'm trying to see how we gonna debate KD. Yeah, how we debate KD is a unicorn. How we gonna debate Kevin Durant? KD is fake. A seven foot player with handles and is coming to league and has led the league in scoring. My thing is this. I didn't think Shaq should have made the 50 credits. But they time. got it right, though. Think how much you but, projected, but you but, got it right. But look at Katie's career now. Katie can retire right now. I guarantee he's going to make the top 50. You can look at his numbers. Katie retire right Katie now. Retire I, right now I guarantee he is top 50. If he wins a championship this season, he's top 25. Look at this man's numbers. He's been dro- averaging thirty K- points for like five years. KD KD will be on this list. As far as his legacy, it'll be looked at kind of different because of that move. But he'll be on the list. Wait, wait, wait. wait Jack, Jack did some moves too, man. 
Is then I don't think you can say this. Did Shaq ever go to a team and put him out of the finals after he had him up three one? Nope. Never did that, right? We couldn't beat we couldn't beat Detroit and, and they was garbage. You know why we couldn't beat Detroit? Because he couldn't make free Shaq throws. Shaq couldn't hit no free throws. That's the one thing. That's just one of Q's okay. heel. That's everybody got something. That's okay, Shaq couldn't shoot free throws, but Shaq was great and Shaq is his his legacy is unquestioned, right? He's when looking Shaq, at the most Shaq, dominant force see, to come Shaq, through. Okay, when Shaq played with the Lakers, the Lakers were stacked. Why did they win in the 90s then? They weren't too stacked. Why did they win in the 90s? They weren't stacked. They, were, they weren't too stacked. They had, you had some decent okay, players. Okay, once you get past Kobe, then you Brian get past Shaw. Brian, you get to Brian Shaw. Devin George. Devin George. Tyron Lue. Robert Ory. Rick Fox. Okay, how many championships Robert Ory got? Robert Ory got a lot of chi- titles, but what did he? What was so special about Robert Ory? I'm in championships. He's a big shot maker now. Big shot Bob, the average eight points Harper. a game. I'm in championships Ron Harper got. Okay, we getting off. We getting off top. We getting off top. Okay. 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 How about okay, but if, we, if, we, if we debating players now, like I said, when they did that, I didn't think Shaq should have been in that. He ain't played long enough. He ain't played for four years. But would you argue? This. But would you would you argue that they got it right though? I don't deal in speculation though. Okay. You, yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, well let's, let's let's really. I mean, let's look my, at- my thing was this: if you the fifty greatest players, you had to finish your career to me. Your career wasn't finished. You hadn't even started, really. Well, you hadn't won anything. Well, Jordan was still playing, and Charles and them were still playing. Patrick Ewing was still playing. It don't take that long for you to recognize been, greatness. They shouldn't have been in it either, but they, look at the body of work they had put in. Check by their work wasn't. Look at Kevin Durant's body work. He ain't been legal. Look at Kevin huh? Durant. Look at Dirk. Dirk. Okay, so you're not listening. When they put Shaq in that spot, his body of work wasn't complete yet, or even halfway complete. He didn't want anything. We ain't worried about Shaq. Well, yeah. we're not talking about Shaq is on the list already. We're talking about these nine. Right, that's what I'm saying. I know what you're saying. But, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. But let's talk about these this, these, this, this list now. Your, it's your eye test. Do you think that Kevin mm-hmm. Durant, you, it's too early to call on Kevin Durant? Kevin Durant has been in like 10 years. Kevin Durant been in the league yeah, since 07? Yes, yes. Yeah. Kevin Durant is un- And since his third year, you could look and tell this He's boy arguably top-, top two. How many, how many points does Kevin Durant have? Hold on, let me pull it up. He, he's been averaging 28 since his second season, I think. Kevin Durant yeah, currently, currently, currently has 19,076 points. Okay. How many, how many points does Carmelo have? Y'all didn't even mention him. Yeah, he's gonna be on the suggestion, but I don't think Carmelo will be Melo's like not any of these names. Melo's not gonna go many, over. How many points does Melo have? Hold on, let me pull him up. Carmelo has twenty four thousand one hundred thirty nine points. Okay, how long he been in the league? Since three o- years. Since 03. Three years before the rent. Since 03, four years. You putting Melo over KD? Melo over KD? No, because if you do that, you're not putting Carmelo. Don't don't do that. Don't do that. Because then then we're gonna have to nah. get you. You're not putting Carmelo over Kevin Durant. Nah, 
My boy, my, they got my boy in the league. He ain't got about twenty thousand. They got him in fifty. Bernard King. But the uh, but the the, you know? the criteria isn't strictly points. Well, impact. Carmelo had a big impact. Ah, uh, he did, mm. but I don't know if it's as significant or more than Kevin Durant. I still can't all. get over this Dirk. Yeah, I'm still, I'm, st- I still don't see how Dirk isn't unanimous. Dirk didn't play no defense, man. I'm a defensive player. Dirk ain't never played no. You bring up Melo talking about Melo don't play player. defense. <laughs> he played more. He played more than uh, Dirk. Oh, as 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 arguable. Oh God, <laughs> that's arguable. We talking about. You know them You know them little things that when they in the All Star when they do the, the skills contest and just be standing there. That's both of them. <laughs> them little statues. Dirk is easily. It's Man, not even names, arguable. How many names? How many names we got on this? Uh, how many names we got? We right got we, with asterisks or on the list. How many total right now that we uh, talking about? Let's see. We got the 10. Then we've added C-Webb, Reggie Miller, T-Mac, and Melo. That's 14. And when I look at the four suggested, I don't see nobody that should bump any of the top, any of the 10 already mentioned okay. out. Okay. Let's, let's ask more now. Yeah, about Jason Kidd. Yeah, let's, get, let's, let's talk Jason Kidd. Who does, he, who does he bump out of this top 10? If anybody, Dominique. Yeah. Gary Payton. I got GPU. You ain't getting GPU's credit. But who are they taking out of this list, though? Because I y'all think... Y'all, 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 y'all didn't get the senior, senior guys. Like, I know. That's, we, that's, but we do yeah. our due diligence. We do our due diligence and go back and you, look. You didn't get the, yeah, but you didn't get the senior guys. Like, right. You, you, the majority of guys y'all are hyping are the guys from this era. Who? Oh no, we got we got LeBron, Kobe, Tim, KG, Dirk. When, when they was doing their thing, we was like ten. Okay, but like I said, Jason Kidd been in the league since the ninth. Jason Kidd, Jason yeah, Kidd. And, and, and he is. I'm talking about early. I mean, ninety five, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Dominique what about, Wilson came in the league in eighty two, eighty three. What about uh, What about Bob McAdoo? That's another one. Nobody, you know. But is he unanimous? Is he unanimous, though? Is he unanimous top 10 for the next 10, though? I don't see it. That's why I said it's hard to do 10. But I feel like 15 is too easy. We, we can't. Shoot, if, if, you, if you asterisk in these 10, you want to asterisk the 15. <laughs> What'd you say? Guys, I mentioned you guys never seen play. I mean, you've seen clips. But I'm talking about the actual season. But in the grand right. in the grand scheme of things, who are they taking off of this list though? It's like no one's taking LeBron off, no one's taking Kobe off. I'm Tim, exactly. KG, Dirt. We I grew I watched Reggie and Reggie was great and I loved Reggie. But Reggie ain't replacing KD. When, when, when did you watch Reggie? I watched Reggie with the Pacers. When, um, what year? I watched the late nineties and into the two thousands. You put an asterisk by Reggie, but you never watched Dominique play. But he's on the list, unanimous though. We put up, we put him in the top ten. I I would bump him out. So we got five. We got I five would bump I would bump out Dominique for Chris Paul. Chris Paul needs to be Chris up there. Get out of here. See, see this, then this is the argument with Chris Paul. They got Get the same. They got here. the same thing. Both great players. What if they won though? 
And when you go back and look at the numbers, Chris Paul has undoubtedly been considered the best point guard of of the past ten years. The the best. Top. I, I, I would I would take Jason Kidd before I take Chris Paul. Just, uh, see, I, I can't see, I can't do, do it. That because, I can't do it because when Chris Why? Paul was, listen, because when Chris Paul was in New Orleans, that's a different Chris. He was out there dropping twenty six, getting ten, and still shooting fifty percent from the field, knowing that you had to stop him. Oh, 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 oh. I, I'm, I'm an assistant. What is Chris Paul ranking assists? Shoot, uh, see, we got. Then he getting steals. Chris Paul, he he is the best two way point guard assist? ever. Magic Johnson, the best point guard ever, but the best two-way, you got to give it to Chris Paul. The best point guard ever, if you look at stat-wise, will be John uh, Stockton. I love John Stockton, but I've come around on this argument. Chris Paul I, I is, take, is married to John I would take Isaiah Stockton. Thomas before I take Chris Paul. Yeah, you're not getting... He already on the list. You're not getting no argument from that, but... Mm-hmm. I just don't. How uh, many how, how, I mean, I mean assists does Chris Paul have compared to Jason Kidd? Oh, let me let me pull it up. So, what is it that you not that you don't feel with Chris Paul? Is it the fact that he hasn't made it to the conference finals? If he was that great, he would at least played in one final. Hmm. I mean, the Clippers were stacked. The Clippers were stacked two years ago, three years ago. Who they stacked with? You got Blake Griffin, who is a great talent, but has he showed us that he's just that great? When we talk about the top players, is he top fifteen? No, no, exactly. They was they were stacked. They won sixty some games. But see, then another thing with Chris Paul, you got to take into account how he's been injury riddled his whole. Career. I mean, he's Chris Paul really has maximized but, the best of his teams, though. Yeah. Because I mean, you had you had DeAndre Jordan, yeah, I, who was strictly defense. I still haven't defense. heard anything about Jason Kidd yet. Points and points and assists. Well, I'm trying to pull it up, but my inter- the internet isn't cooperating. Hold on, let me pull up Jason. Because I. I can't believe y'all disrespecting Jason. It's not, no, we're not being disrespectful. It's Jason Kidd. We saying of the people that we have listed in the 10 already, who are you bumping out to put Jason Kidd, Reggie Miller, Chris Webber? Who are you bumping out to put those guys in for? Yeah, I don't see which one of these guys can take Dirk off the list. I don't see who can take KD off. I don't see, you know, you might have a discussion with, it might be too early to talk about Steph right now because. I mean, he, although he's a two-time MVP, okay. although Jason Kidd, ten-time NBA All-Star, five-time NBA All-First Team, one-time NBA All-Second Team, four-time NBA All-Defensive Team, five-time All-Second Team Defensive, okay. rookie, co-rookie of the year, five times assist leader. Let's see how many. Jason Kidd has 17,529 points, 8,725 rebounds, 12,000. Write these down, so I'm going to pull Chris Paul up later. I mean, a minute. Write down 17,529. That's points. 8,725 rebounds, 12,091 assists. Now, let me go to Chris Paul. 
Now, of all the people you've mentioned, Jason Kidd is the one I would consider bumping somebody out the top ten for. But who are you going to take out? I'd take out Dominique. Dominique over Jason Kidd. Dominique is a fringe top 50 player, in my opinion. That's why he didn't make the first race. That's, that's why. Fringe top 50. Kind of a fringe. God dang, fringe. Fringe top 50. He's definitely top 100, but, I mean, when you talk about top 50, he in that 45, 55 range. You're a fringe top 50 player. Hey, Scotty Pippen is on this list. Uh, Don't forget about Scotty already on the list. Yeah, he's on the list already. <laughs> Yeah, he's on the list already. Yeah. But okay, let's let's see. Uh, is it too early to put Stephen Curry on the list? Too early. See, I don't even know if it's too early. Cause, Cause the run that, that we, what we've been seeing these past few years, he's been an All Star. Okay, let's go back to what 2015. That was Steph's breakout year. That's the year he won uh-huh. the first MVP. What did Steph really do before 2015? He'd been an all-star. He just had the championship. But these, this, this, those last two seasons, those are two of some of the greatest offensive seasons we've seen. Right. Ever. So why is it? So shooting-wise, not, not, not. He averaged eight assists along with that. I mean, he's only two assists away from a double double while putting on the the points he was scoring. So, so okay. Given that being said, why is Steph debatable? It's too early. He ain't been. I lost Steph in the league. <laughs> Steph been in the league since oh nine. And It's never too early to when you see greatness. You know then. That somebody is great. Just like when they saw Shaq play no, for four if, if, years. If Steph, if Steph stop playing right now, get hurt, can't play no more. Is he a Hall of Famer? Mm, right now? Yeah. Yes. Because uh-huh. he got a title and two MVPs. And like you so said, he's a Hall of Famer. Right now, yeah. Yes. Hell, we, uh, I, is Steve Nash on the list? Let's, do, let's talk Steve Nash. Steve Nash. I mentioned him. You had earlier. some reservations about Steve Nash. Okay, you say he don't play defense. I don't know. I just I don't think Steve Nash is taking nobody off this list either. Got MVP. Two. He had two MVPs. I don't think he's taking nobody off this list either. Uh. I'm looking through. Uh, okay, let's talk Allen Iverson. Why does Allen Iverson have asterisk by his name? How? Why does Iverson have an asterisk? Yeah, who's taking who's taking AI off the list of the next great of the next ten? Nobody. 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 No, take the asterisk so, off. Let's take his asterisk off. Take the asterisk off dirt too while you had. I think I don't dirt, even know if we dirt finished. Garbage. What? Garbage. Okay, we're taking the asterisk off of dirt. How was dirt? Garbage? Uh, your favorite big man. I guarantee Dirk is his drop buckets on him. Do what? 
I, I guarantee that Dirk has dropped buckets on, on everybody's favorite big man. Tim Duncan, KG, everybody done got it from Dirk. He could, uh, he could do it against Chris Webber. Oh, we don't have the numbers to to back up that statement. So let's see. If you if you if you watched, uh, so is Chris Webber's career is his career better than Dirk's? When you line him no. up, no, no. Dirk got a championship, and even besides that, numbers wise, it's not it's not. And Dirk, Dirk, not Dirk, not only won a championship, he led the championship run against a team Dirk, that was way Dirk, better than them. Dirk was the focal. Dirk shot every every everything. Right. Chris Chris was on a team team. But Chris was the guy though. Dirk, Chris was the guy, but they weren't going to Chris every play. I don't know how you go to Dirk every play. They were. You had to account for Dirk. I don't know. On that particular team, they 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 did go through Dirk. A they lot. ran they ran it through Dirk, but I don't think you know. I think that's I don't know I don't know why how to I don't see how that's a knock though against between him and Chris. Chris. Okay, Chris Paul has eight thousand two hundred and thirty three He has 15,574 points. Give me the rebounds he got. He's six feet tall, man. Okay. Say what? He only got 3,000. He's six foot. Okay, if, if you're re- if you referencing uh, Jason Kidd, you're talking about a 6'4 point guard and a 6'0 okay. foot. Maybe 6'0 okay. point guard. But Jason Kidd got more points than he do. Way more assists. And way more rebounds. His career and a championship, and a championship. At the end, of, at the at the end of very at the very end. At the, as as a, as a spot up shooter, as like the fourth and piece of the, the he team. He got a championship. He got twelve thousand assists, man. Okay. He's number he's number three. And I, if all the people you named, I would say he could bump Dominique out. I would bump Dominique Wilkins out for. <laughs> Okay, how, many, how many people we got unanimous? Okay, LeBron, Kobe, Kobe Tim, Tim, KG, Dirk, Allen Iverson. That's six. You, That's six. You, you still iffy on D-Wade? Yes, let's talk Dwayne Wade. Why is Dwayne Wade debatable? Because he had uh, help. He had help. Everybody had help. He had help. We, I'm real. I mean... Oh six, he had no help. Oh six, he did it. Yeah, he did. He had the zebras in 06. Oh, God. If we're going to talk about the zebras. You just said we don't do speculation, but you just came back. But you came back with the zebras. If we could talk about the zebras with all them Lakers championships, especially in 2002, when C. Webb got snubbed, I don't, you know, but hey. What what happened happened with 2002? You played, you lost in your own camp. In 2002, all them fouls in game six. That oh, just, they just miraculously got called in that fourth quarter, you know. You lost in oh, your own That, that imaginary charge that, that that got took, Robert Ory took, you know. Or that elbow Kobe gave, you know, Bibby to the face yeah, to get man, open. We, we getting off topic. So, 
Okay. I don't see. I don't. Dwayne. I think Dwayne Wade. Wade. I think Dwayne Wade is on the list. Easily, he he led without. There's no D Wade on that 06 team. Oh, that makes sense, that's right? Over. Yeah, that's seven mm-hmm. unanimous. Did you get Jason Kidd on the list? Who you, t- you taking Dominique off? I ain't take nobody out here, but you putting Jason Kidd on the list. He's on the list. We didn't have no unanimous on He's on the suggested list. That's what I'm saying. There's there's three people left that's that has asterisks. Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, and Dominique Wilkins. Who's getting taken off for Jason Kidd? I don't think Kevin Durant and and, and, and Steph. They by their work ain't complete yet. Mm. They ain't gotta be complete. Look at what they done did. Mm. But that's them. KD could just, God forbid, just drop out. Just something happened right now. He is top 30. We have never seen anything like KD. Melo Mel, Mel got more points than KD. He's been, he been in the league longer. So what? So what? I can have more points too if I had a four year advantage. You got four years on him. Okay. You better Kobe, put on points. That's how Melo know how to do it. Shoot. Kobe started the first year and a half of his career. Kobe came off the bench. Oh, nobody's taking Kobe off the list. And nobody's. I, I understand, but I'm talking about the point you're making. What about it? You said he had four more years than he did, right? Kobe also came out of high school, too. Both of those guys went right. to college. Both of those guys went to college. He came, he came off the bench, though. Okay. But look what he did when he came off the bench. I mean, look what he did when he was getting started. And then he went to the Lakers. At that time, KD went to the Sonics when they were still okay. the Sonics. They had nobody. Who was the focal point of the offense? KD or Kobe? Kevin Durant. All right, then. Kobe was not the focal point of the offense. Who, we ain't talking about Kobe. We're talking about Melo. Different, different circumstances. Who was the focal point of the, of the Nuggets when he got on the Nuggets? Melo. They, they came in a different circumstances. That was it. That was Melo. And he put up numbers. Exactly. KD I'm talking about KD numbers. Look at the numbers Melo put up. Look at Melo. Melo's not. Melo's not getting in this list though. You're not putting. You can't. You can't even Mello's make. You can't make an argument to put Melo over Kevin Durant. Melo's gonna have over thirty thousand points before he retires. Kevin Durant. I don't think Dirk will. Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant gonna shatter that. I understand it, but I don't think Dirk will. Oh no, Dirk is. Nah, Dirk won't. But. He, Dirk's legacy is settled. That title and the way he won it is Dirk, is, 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 is is locked in. There's no KD without Dirk. Dirk made it where we now we see all these big men in the NBA who have to have three point yeah. shots. Every yeah. that wasn't going until yeah. Dirk started. Yeah. Dirk did not start that. You and must then have you never w- heard of Jack. Yeah, oh, let me finish. You never heard of Jack Shakespeare. You never heard of a uh, less Trump. Okay. These, uh, Kiki Vandaway, these guys were tall shooting threes. But did they do it like let Dirk me, did? Let me let me add this point. You they talk about the focal point of the offense. Let me add this point. You talk about Kareem having an unstoppable shot with the sky hook. Dirk has an unstoppable shot with the, his fadeaway. Oh man, that's garbage. It was unstoppable. It, garbage. It, unstoppable. It, Dirk's turnaround fadeaway was unstoppable. Who blocked it? I take Larry Bird over Dirk. Of, of course, course. But we talking that is Larry this, Legend. And we talking in this 
thing. Nobody's taking Dirk off of this list. Okay, now let's let's get back to okay. What, I'm so lost. Where are we? What are we arguing now? Uh, we're trying to see I, who I, I we taking think, off the list. Steph Curry. Yeah, y'all, y'all speculating again about Steph. Steph Curry and Tamar. KD Curry and Tamar. And they wouldn't have somebody at work. It's okay. Hold on. Let's. Dwayne Wade has the body of work. I got. If we talking like about body of work, if we talking about body of work right now, you better off making that argument with Steph than KD. That's speculation, man. All speculation. I didn't agree with them speculating on Shaq. Go back, go back up to this. Look at this. Look at this. Came in the league averaging twenty. He averaged twenty his first year. Twenty five next year. Oh, 30, 30, 27, Kevin, 28, Kevin, 28. This is Kevin Durant. 32, 25, 28, 25. His hurt years, he averaged 25. He's been in the league. He ain't got no 18,000 points. He's been in the league nine years. He got 19,000. Well, 19,000 points. He ain't got 20,000. He only played 27 games in one year. Okay. And he's only, what, 20? 29. 29. How old is Steph? Steph is what, 30? 29? Steph is 20. 30. Steph 29. How many points he got? For his career? 13,000? Wow. That's almost bad as Jerry Smith. Because Steph didn't really become elite until 2015. Yeah, he was he was a star two thousand twelve. Yeah, he then. became a superstar in twenty fifteen. Mm-hmm. Okay, but the PPE bumping, how the points Dominique Wilson? Well, we it's not so based on points though. It's based off of it's, it's based off a bunch of things. Just your impact. Well, look at your overall impact on the game. Yeah, he carried his team. He did. Dominique got 26,668 points. 668 points. Uh-huh. Who took Dominique yeah. off the list, though? Y'all are. Yes, y'all going to bump somebody. You gotta, you gotta That's the bump. only one. That's the only bump. one you can bump. You can't bump me. But you put you made his name debatable, though. Yeah, I did. Because I wanted to see who else y'all was going to put up. So okay. we, we'll bump, we're going to bump KD before we bump Dominique. I think, I think we should name yeah. some, I think we should probably name some more names on the suggested list. What about Ray Allen? No. Okay. Oh man. Okay. Uh, no. Okay. No on Ray. No Allen. on Ray. Penny Hardaway. No. No Penny. Uh, Dwight Howard. Hell no. Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce. That's another name. Okay. Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce got about twenty-seven thousand points, right? Something like that. Uh, what's another name? Uh, shoot. Yeah, I got some names. I'm sure. Ray Allen. Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Russell Westbrook. Uh, Gary, Gary Payton. He's on there. He's on there. I'm trying to think of some more. Uh, Clyde's already on there. Clyde's already on there. Uh, mm. This arrow? Mm. This? Shoot. 
No, I mean, can't say Kyrie Irving. No. no. <laughs> I mean, I think that's I think that's the names. No. KD. Paul Pierce is interesting. Paul Pierce is interesting. Hey, you Ray it. Allen is too, because I mean, everybody want to talk about the threes, but remember what he was doing in Milwaukee? Yeah. What he was doing in Seattle? And he could play defense. Right. He he couldn't. It wasn't until he got to the Heat when he couldn't play D no more. He old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forgot about this name. Who? Pagasol. Pagasol. Let's. It. Pagasol not taking nobody off that. He list. ain't taking nobody off the list. Nah, he he's not he's not taking nobody off that list. I want to know who's taking KD, Steph, if we, and Dominique. If, out. if we still projecting, what about Anthony Davis? I ain't projecting. I don't project. Hmm. Okay, of all of Steph, Katie, and Dominique, who's who has the weakest uh, career? Steph. Steph. Because you got to account for before 2015. Okay, now look, answer this. Who's had the weakest impact on basketball then, in general? Because Steph has had, of those three, he's had the greatest impact. Look at all the kids out here trying more, to be Steph. I don't know about more than Katie. Um, look at all I the, can't put them ahead look of at all the kids out here trying to be Steph. I can't put Steph ahead of KD right now. Everybody's trying to be Steph. KD, KD is like these a lot of these slim guys that you know play the four to three tweeners like that with outside range and handles. That's it's true. And now you got people being famous on YouTube like Lamelo Ball out here trying to be Steph in high school. That's true. But I don't know. It's okay. In top three in the world, is, is Steph ahead of KD? As in um, popularity right now? Basketball, as a player. No. It's, it's still LeBron and KD. Steph is the best player it, on that team. KD is. It's debatable. It's debatable. Okay, I'm going to reach out. I'm going to reach out this, right? Dominique Williams, nine-time All-Star. All-NBA first team. All-time NBA second team. Two-time NBA third team. NBA All-Rookie team. NBA Sport mm-hmm. champion. Two times times, slam dunk something. Okay, twenty-six thousand six hundred sixty points, seven thousand one hundred sixty-seven rebounds, two thousand six hundred seventy-seven assists. Dominique was great. Nobody's taking that that's from him. That's why I said his. That's why I said his name. I don't think, but you made his name debatable. I did. I'm going to see who else y'all was going to add. So that's why I made it. That's not even debatable. When it comes to when it comes to shooting the basketball, how is when it comes? It's a bunch of facets to basketball. When it comes to shooting the ball, who is Dominique is the weakest shooter in this list? Correct. No, he's not. Dominique was a scorer. I'm saying he could score. He could drive and dunk. But if it comes to shooting the basketball, outside shot too. He he doesn't shoot better than KD. He doesn't shoot better than Steph. When it comes to making plays for other team teammates, he has two thousand some assists. He ain't he wasn't really making plays for nobody else either. So it comes to just being for nobody else. He wasn't a playmaker for nobody else. He was gonna dunk on you. We know this. He was gonna shoot that three pointer too and that jump shot too. Mm. That's Larry Bird. So he's saying he a better shooter than KD. No, I don't think he a better shooter, but he he he, he carried team. 
I, how many finals? I don't know. How I many say that? How many finals did Dominique play in? And, and you couldn't make the finals, so they had to play Boston. Okay, you made hey. the finals. KD had to get through San Antonio. <laughs> yeah, but, but well, San Antonio was nowhere near Boston. I'm saying though, KD took it to Thunder team that was te- that was very young and talented, but we could say didn't have no business making the finals. It was it was too uh, early for them. Let, let me go. Let me go back. Let me let me go back to me. I still. Them Boston Celtics team since 1980. But see, I don't. But see, we we're getting all we're getting chasing yeah. a rabbit hole because both of them are on the list. Well, I'm trying to see. We we talked about we talking about putting Jason Kidd in, right? But you said you wanted Jason Kidd in. Who, Jason who, Kidd who, and Dominique Wilkins. Realistically, the only person he can take off is Dominique. Or if if you want to go past Dominique, he can take Steph off right now. If we do it right now, I, I never put Steph on. But Steph's gonna be on though. Steph's gonna be on the list though. He shouldn't be on that now. That's we're, we're, but, but we're project. It's projecting. We're, talk, we're talking about the next whenever, ten players in, in, in a few years or about 15, 20 years. Whenever they go back to redo the list and have the ceremony again, they're gonna, you know, pick from this generation and add Man, new they'll probably, names. They'll probably pick hundred then because they're not gonna take none of them guys off. No, nah, they're not taking guys off. Like you said, we adding to it, but we're only gonna yeah, do the they'll, next. They'll probably- we're only gonna do the next. We're only doing I, I, the next team. This, this is me. Okay. This ten right here, I would put Steph and uh, KD on. The next ten, I would. Okay. Because you had players. Okay. How about players. this? How about this? Give me your ten. Your own. Give me my ten. Your your personal ten. Kobe Bryant. One. But I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say LeBron James first like you did. Wow. Toby Bryant, Tim Duncan, LeBron James, three, Kevin Garnett, four, Jason Kidd, five, Dominique Wilkins, six, Dwayne Wade, seven, Allen Iverson, eight, Chris Webber, nine, and Dirk Nowitzki. Okay, that's ten. So that's 10. on that list, like no, no Steph, no KD, no Steph, no KD, and you added. I said the next ten for me, for them, just like Melo being the next ten, uh, Tracy McGrady would be in the next ten, Durant, Steph Curry, uh, Ray Allen, Paul Pierce. I'm debating. I might take Chris Webber out and put Paul Pierce in. As a matter of fact, that. that's what I'm going to do. I will put Paul Pierce before I put Chris Webber. Okay. But. Uh, so. For, so that, that kid is hard to beat. Um, Those I, other guys haven't, haven't done anything yet. KD, you not being in the list no. is blasphemy. The only thing, That's not if you look at when, if we're projecting, if you're projecting when it's all said and done with Kevin Durant, the only thing that will put a, a it's, it's going to be a top 100. It can't be a top 50 or top. For 50. the, I will that be top the, 10 for the sake of our segment. For the sake of our segment, we got to do 10. I, I just did. Yeah, that was, those are mine. Yeah, 
But if when we Man, need to, I mean, okay, Jason Kidd, the third time leader in assists. Okay. And he scored 17,000 points. Okay. So them 12,000, if you add them 12,000 some change assists, that's over 47,000 points. Okay. But you look Dirk at Kevin. got 29,000 points. He had a championship. And I don't see how he was debatable. I don't like that. <laughs> see, look at it. See, see, that's, see, that's you can't say that on. I'm the, doing it, Stephen A. Smith. Wow. You know, Dirk, Dirk, Dirk has twenty nine thousand. Dirk probably get about thirty, thirty thousand and some change. He's gonna make the Hall of Fame. Right. Can't stop that. And he had enough. Allen Iverson already a Hall of Fame. Right. Hall of Fame. All right. Dick is gonna be a Hall of Fame. Right. Who else I named that? And not playing. Dwayne Wade will be a Hall of Fame. Right. Who else was on my list? You know Kobe, LeBron, KD, Bayon KD. Duncan. Uh, Tim, Tim Duncan. Duncan. Mm-hmm. Those three go to Hall of Fame together. That's going to be the, the best Hall of Fame class ever. Right. Uh, who, who, who I left off? Oh, oh, Dominique Wilson's already in the Hall of Fame. Right. But he was left so, off the list, the 50 list. Yeah, he was left off the 50 list. I don't understand why. But he wasn't in the Hall of Fame then. Right. So, like I said, the next 10, yeah, you have Durant, you have Steph, you'll have Chris Webber. Uh, to, uh, I had oh, well, Paul Pierce got a championship. But by that time, with the are we saying like years later with the next ten you're talking about? Because by that time, no, can, I'm, I'm talking about I'm talking about in the next. If they're gonna do, I think it should be. Are uh, you got your fifty? You already got your fifty. The next time they do this, they need to add twenty five. So you have seventy five greatest players. Right, so they're not gonna do sixty great. Yeah, players. when they when they decide, whenever they do it again, yeah, they're gonna have that. For the, yeah, for the sake of our show, we just want to do ten, just to make it. Oh, I, I gave you my ten because okay, you, you're not gonna you can't debate Kobe, you can't debate Tim Duncan, you can't debate Kevin Garnett, you can't debate LeBron James. Right. You can't debate. To be honest, you can't the impact Allen Iverson had on the game. You can't debate that. Right. So that's five, right? Paul Pierce has a championship, uh-huh. and he has twenty six thousand points. Yeah, he, 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 he had an impact on the game. That's seven, right? Right. Dominique Wilkins' impact on the game was tremendous in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, he started playing in eighty two, but it's always a wall in front of you. He never could break that wall of the Boston Celtics first, then the, in the East. Then you had to beat your Pierce and the Bad Boy. Mm-hmm. He didn't have a complete team like they did. Mm-hmm. All the teams were complete teams. All right, Jason Kidd, third in the season, had 12,000 assists. He's third. Right. Uh, who else I named? That's eight. Who else I named? Uh, did you, you said Dwayne Wade, right? Yeah, Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade, he's got three championships. Four. Yeah, three. I thought it was four. Oh wait, no, nah, they won two. They won two. I'm thinking like, no, nah, yeah, he won two. He ain't got the three. Three. Uh, and who was the last? 
who was your last one? Uh, did you say who? Did, I feel like you added one from this list. I felt like you said you took on. I said Steph. Dirk. You said I, I, Dirk. 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 Dirk was Dirk. my last one. Dirk. Yep. Okay, Dirk. You know, Dirk got twenty nine thousand points. He got a championship. Uh, yeah. And and paved the way for the rest he, of Europe. He end up about. He had he an unstoppable about, shot. Yeah, it's winding, it's winding down for him. Yeah, he need to go ahead and quit this year. Uh, he ain't, ain't having but 13 points a game. He didn't make the playoffs. He needs to call it a day. He had a great career. You got to give it to him. I don't like him. I don't like Dallas. But <laughs> got to give it to him. So, like the next 10, uh, next 15 they have, sure. You can have Steph, KD, Russell Westbrook. Uh, I ain't gonna put Harden in there yet. Nah, not not right now. You put, Car- put Carmelo Anthony. Yeah. Uh, who else? Uh, I don't even know. I don't know about Melo. <laughs> I, I got keep. You got Ray Allen and Steve Ray Allen, Nash. Ray Steve Allen. Nash. Uh, I put all of them before Melo. Derek Tate. Reggie Miller. Chris Weber. Reggie Miller. Reggie Miller. Whoop. That's about ten right there. That's about seventy right there. Yeah. T T Mac. On T Mac, uh, T Mac before Melo. Mm hmm. Uh, Penny Hardaway? No. No. Okay. Derek. Yao Ming. Nah. Yao Ming, nah. maybe. Would Would Derek Rose get any look? A uh, look? No. No. Okay. Um. Uh, oh well. Yeah. Okay. Well, so what's what would be your ten? Chris Paul, my I get ten. Chris Paul being mm-hmm. now, the way I'll put him in my ten. T- well, okay, let's let's do our individual ten. My ten, okay, okay, my ten, unanimous: LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett, Dirk, Kevin Durant, Allen Iverson, Dwayne Wade, Dominique. Then you know, like I said, if we spec if we're looking forward, I'm got to put Steph on there. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, uh, Mr. Pope. My 10, I have LeBron, Kobe, Tim Duncan, KG, Dirk, KD, AI, Steph, Dwayne Wade, and I put Jason Kidd in there. I bumped Dominique for Jason Kidd. Yeah, yeah, you know what? I'm Paul, on that. You didn't say Paul Pierce. Got a. Neither one of y'all said Paul Pierce. I mean. Mm. KG wouldn't be in there without Paul Pierce. Who? Oh, that's a lie. KG. 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 KG? Got no cha- he wouldn't got no championship. He had a championship, Pierce. but had his to, career would have been re- way better. He had the resume though. Yeah. He had the resume. He wouldn't. He wouldn't got no championship. And, and Paul Pierce wouldn't be getting a look if it wasn't for KG. Same thing, because they both carried. Look, they both carried franchises, and then they had to come together to win. Yeah. Same with Ray Allen, but I don't think Ray Allen has the other stuff. I don't think Ray carried a franchise like Paul Pierce or uh, Ray. Ray carried Ray carried Seattle for 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 a, for a minute. To where? Didn't one Seattle like 
This they was they was a regular playoff team. I mean, yeah. the Celtics had that one year when they went to the conference finals. The, actually, yeah, Rob. Um, yeah, that one year they went to the we conference got, finals and stuff. In my in, in my next fifteen, y'all forgot about another person. If we do it now, if we doing fifteen, then yeah. What, who is that? I said the next fifteen. I'm talking about the, the Eagles are seventy five when they get there. I forgot about another person. Who is that? Rasheed Wallace. Yeah, you can go. Yeah, you probably can go. She, uh, she, Chauncey Billups. Chauncey Billups. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, who else? I'm trying to think. I mean, they had good. They had good runs together. I mean, uh, I'm trying. I ain't gonna say Rip. I'm not gonna say Rip. No, I don't think. I think Rip was a good for what he did. I don't think he's on that that list because that we gotta think about the significance of that list, like. That's why a lot of these guys, sure have, they good, Jeez. but I don't know if they on that list, though. What about Ginobili? He's not on that list. I don't think I can, so. Yeah, I think Ginobili is a better player than Sheehan. I think once they, if they extend it one more time, like in maybe about 40 more years, they'll remember Ginobili. Well, y'all be dead, man. Yeah. They'll remember Ginobili. So. Okay. Uh, well, we couldn't come to a unanimous 10 but I think we came to a unanimous one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. A unanimous seven. Yeah, we good about seven, and then the other three are debatable. But I think at the end of the day, once is if you're looking ahead, too much. say what? Yeah, I'm So you think you really think Kevin Durant won't end up on the list or Stephen Curry? You don't think You don't think Kevin Durant right now with the career he's had no. has earned the unanimous the only, spot. The only knock on Kevin Durant on his legacy is how he left OKC. Well, who are you gonna knock out? You gonna knock Paul? You already knocked Paul Pierce out, which you shouldn't have done. Y'all didn't give him no credit. We give well, we give him credit, but when you look at the stats, when you look at Pierce's career next to KD's, KD's is is better. Look at Pierce. That's now. I'm a 27. That's right now. And championship. That's right now. But well, we looking. We gotta, but if, you, if we're going on the criteria of the original list, the original list, they they looked ahead and they got it right. Okay. That's speculation. Y'all should be y'all should be in the oil. But that's but see that's when the list was created. That's how they did. So you got to keep the same criteria. Yeah, you know, y'all see how KD got an MVP. Pierce don't have an MVP. Yeah, that's true. Because we can go about it back and forth all day. But I think at the end of the day, Kevin Durant. Uh, once it's all said and done, he'll be on the list and he'll be a first ballot Hall. I'm saying we we've seen a bunch of good scores come through, but we never seen KD. We never seen somebody six ten with whips who can get off a shot at any time and make it look effortless. Paul Pierce, great player and all in his own right, everything he did looked hard. We're going to be here all day talking about that. He, 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 he worked to get into the paint and go to free throw line or hit them big shots. This is true. He maximized his talent. Right. He just You look at KD, though, everything looks smooth and effortless. And 
you just you don't see greatness like that every day. And that's why it's just it's isn't easy for me to say, oh, when you look at how KD, when you look at him on the basketball court, it's easy to say, oh, he's gonna be on that list. Easy. You don't have to think about it. I don't think he'll be on the sixty yet. Him or uh yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. It's gonna be. It's gonna. They gonna. They gotta if, get them a championship together. If they first. when they re-release the list, uh, re-release the list. If by that time Katie has a couple championships, I guarantee he'll be top fifteen. I guarantee he will be top fifteen. Top 15. I guarantee it. Who be your top ten players of all time? Period. We can go so far in this conversation. Yeah, we'll just five more minutes. Who will be your top ten players? Top ten. Of course you got Jordan. Mm. Top ten. You got Jordan. Um, In any order, do I have to order them as well? Any order. Your top ten players. Okay, you got Jordan. You got Magic. You got Bird. You got Kareem, you got Shaq, you got Will, you got Kobe, you got Tim Duncan. Um, of course, oh, you got LeBron. Nah. Um, that 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 ten one. That ten spot. That ten spot, I'm. I said. Um, you said Tim Duncan. Yeah, I said Tim. Mm. Um, that's a Wilt. Yeah. I don't like Bill Russell like that. I don't. He was great and all, but I think I'd probably say Hakeem. Okay. Hakeem. Okay, Ian. Uh, Jordan, Kobe, LeBron, Will, wait, not Will, uh, Kareem, I said Kareem. Not yet. Kareem, Magic, Bird. Five, six. Uh, let's see, uh, Duncan. Seven. Mm, my last three. three Isaiah. Eight. Uh, let me see. I said Kobe already. Uh-huh. Mm. Yeah, so they can't. Who I ain't say? If uh, mess around and get some championships, he going to be in the top ten. Who I didn't say yet? Uh, Shaq. Shaq. I forgot Shaq. Nah. I want to put Charles in there, but... I like Charles, but I'm not gonna put Charles in there. Uh, man, shoot. You got Hakeem. You got Russell. Man, give me, give me my boy, man. No, oh. Allen Iverson. Hey, uh. Okay. Kareem, Kobe, Larry Legend, Jesus Urban. Dr. J. LeBron. Yeah. Jim Johnson, six. Carl Malone, seven. Uh, Isaiah Thomas makes it eight. 
Number nine. Oh, let's see. Give me Shaquille O'Neal, which I really didn't want. Mm. And number 10, I'm not going to say Will. You said a dream. I'm not going to say the dream. Mm. I'm going to throw out a name y'all ain't never heard of. Um, I could. He got, he got 25,000 points without three points. His name was Hondo. Oh, Havlicek. John Havlicek. And he wasn't even a focal point of the offense, and he still got 25,000. It was about a million possessions back then. <laughs> no, it wasn't that shot clock. Well, we went over. I don't know if we have, we accomplished our goal in this debate. But we got seven. We got seven unanimous. We got seven unanimous. Our seven unanimous, let's run it back. LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett, Dirk, I think Allen Iverson, uh, Dwayne, 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 Wade. Dwayne Wade. So, seven that's, unanimous. That's seven or eight. That's about seven. Yes, seven. That's seven. So that's our seven unanimous. We had questions on the other three. Somehow we had questions about KD. I mean, I I I had nothing to do with that, y'all. Yeah, I I I ain't. He ain't ain't ready yet. But like I said, it was a good discussion. You know, I want to see everyone else's list. So once this episode comes out, tweet at us with your top 10 with your next 10 on the 50 greatest players list so anything else y'all got to add anything else y'all want to plug or say um uh, we had a great discussion uh next time uh let's try to do something about football y'all top players on football okay okay we do that uh i know we're gonna have to talk because the draft is coming up um go back once revisit the draft or preview it, uh, look at the winners and losers from the draft mm-hmm. after after it's uh, over with, uh, and whatever else comes up, we'll be talking about it. Yep. So, all right, guys. All right. So. I appreciate the I appreciate the time, man. I have fun doing this. Oh, it's no, oh, problem. Yeah, no problem. So, uh, that's it. Next time I'm in town. Okay. We get together. We gonna uh, we gonna get together and. Uh, if we're not doing the show, we'll have a, we can have a, I have my brother with me, we can have a, a debate, old school versus new school, so. Okay. Okay. That sounds good. All right, so, that being said, for myself, for our guest, for Mr. Boat, I was the coach, and we got signing off. All right. We out of here. I'm sorry, y'all. I still don't know how Katie ain't unanimous, but yeah. out of here. Ha, 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 ha.